gentlemen. Not the first time. <laughs> Good thing my gamer gauge training. I have my gamer. Trust your training, Snake. Too, me knocking up Corey's wife. It's all about ethics and coming and quartering his wife's pussy. start off the show we're not wasting any time tonight patrick holly's already here quartering's been attacking me the reddit hordes are attacking me i'm about to fly to fucking portugal on saturday and i don't give a fuck mr holly welcome back sir ralph it's great to be here it's good to see you and this is just yet another day where i am a uh, good old white christian american man just getting genocided by the globalist forces, just getting genocided by the, the globalist forces out there. And I don't care for it. I don't care for it. Ralph. I don't fucking like it. I don't like it at all. You know what? I'm just, I don't, I have a list of topics, but it's all up here, baby. I don't have it written down. I don't need that fucking shit. First off, let's talk about Getter. What do you think about this piece of shit fucking company? Because I talked to Jason Miller twice, personally, and I, you know, whatever. I'm like a shit talker online. I don't expect red carpet treatment. But you know what? I am a verified user on Twitter. You would think that maybe they could get me my fucking account by now if they were really running any type of you know, decent organization, but I'm starting to think they're not they're doing that on purpose, right? Because they did throw out the guy who had stolen my account, and now it just has me there as if I'm actually on Getter and, like, support this, but I can't fucking, you know, tweet or do anything like that, whatever the fuck they call it over there. Well, I think Jason Miller's little app there was designed to try to slip the abortion pill to our <laughs> friends at Gab, but you know what? Gab is strong, Gab is resilient, Gab is gaining, and Getter is not going anywhere. Uh, and now Joe Rogan's backed off of Getter, and so people realize what Getter Ooh. is. It's an astroturf organization. They whipped up that whole bullshit with uh, Bill Mitchell, where Bill Mitchell did his little yeah. uh, freak out on, on Gab, so he's off Gab now. Oh, really? Uh, Wait, that started with him? I didn't know that. No, I remember when he flipped out on Gab. Yeah, he was meeting with the Getter guy right before. Uh, so there, there are all these photos. Anything for him. a shekel. We know what Bill Mitchell's all about. He's a this guy's always been a slime ball. I mean, I'm just gonna be real. I, I don't like I don't like Bill Mitchell at all. Maybe his real name is Goldman. I don't know. <laughs> I think it probably is. Oh, we haven't had you here since the Murphy thing. So you, by the way, the quartering's attacking me, and I'm not trying to drag you into that. I don't know if you're a big quartering guy or whatever, so I won't uh, ask you to comment specifically. But, you know, for the audience, you know, quartering promoted the fuck out of Tim Pool and Jack Murphy and all these f until one day him and Tim Pool had like a hair, well, they didn't have a hair pulling contest because, you know. 
that. Tim Pool's bald is a cue ball. But, uh, you know, metaphorically speaking, uh, they had a hair-pulling contest. And now he's like his frenemy, you know, and he, like, throws barbs here and there. That's the whole reason quartering outed the Jack Murphy thing. And then he actually cut to Jack Murphy, deleted the tweet, and Jack Murphy still, you know, was trying to fucking ruin him and shit. So quartering's a pussy and a bitch. And I'm going to get to that later. Don't worry about it. I don't want to I don't want to sully the guest. I don't want people tuning in thinking I'm not going to talk about that because I talked a lot of shit about it and I'm going to talk way more, but it's not uh, my guest's uh, fight. So I don't want to I don't want to sully him with that. But uh, yeah, I, you know, you know what bothers me about the whole Jack Murphy thing, Ralph? Yeah, what? it's that like he used an Irish name. OK, it, it, what, what if I just call myself Isaac Weinberger? Okay? <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a cobbler from Brooklyn. OK, and I'm very nervous. <laughs> I really love vaccines. I want to put vaccines in kids, you know? And that was my Twitter persona, you know? So I would see this guy. I'd see this guy popping up. He'd say filthy stuff. He'd be like, oh, you you guys don't want to take the vaccine. It's like you're doing the pull-o method with an ugly chick or something. I'm like, what? Like, why is this in my feed right now? He's somewhat one of these conservative, you know, influencers. They all started around 2017. Obviously, they're all tied to Israeli intelligence in some sense. Oh, let's talk about that some. Yeah, yeah, that they push the interests of Israeli intelligence. Um, they're all part of the same club. They're all part of the same little uh, nest, nest of them there, and they're being exposed because they know America First is on to them, and America First is, well, we're hunting them in the information war, very peacefully, of course. We're Peaceful. hunting them. We're hunting these people, Ralph. Now, first off, I got a couple questions. See, you bounce. You're ready, mm. dude. I'm ready mm. tonight, too. I'm just like, yeah. yes, I love this. All right, now, first off, uh, we'll talk about the Israeli thing here in a minute. Uh, but you mentioned America First. Are you going to be in Orlando? Oh, yeah, baby. Half-pack three. I'm in. Half-pack three. That's like WrestleMania three. Dude, I'm in. I'm fucking psyched. All right, so we'll get together in Orlando. We'll leave that there. I just want to make sure you're going to be there. All right, now, talk about this Israeli talent. A little talent agency action. I, I followed this. I talked about it. Lauren Boebert, all these fucking screwballs actually came from this shills, should I say, and screwballs came from, just tell it. I don't want to, I, I can't do it justice. Yeah, there was, this was on the website National Justice. Is this guy Eric Stryker who uh, I know Stryker, this. and it was uh, yeah, it's this guy who's on the um, the this Israeli owns uh, talent agency, this pornographer, this Israeli pornographer, uh, one of the Goldmans of the world, John Goldmans of the world, uh, pornographer, and so they all came from there. Scott Presler, the long-haired homosexual <sighs> gentleman who pushes for so. mass legal migration. Um, there's this very weird thing where what they're doing is they're blue pilling the conservative audience on all social issues and they're just pushing the priorities of their Zionist handlers. That's what's going on with the conservative movement right now. And so when you see these uh, paid off absolute pieces of shit uh, coming after us in the America First movement, coming after Gab, coming after me, coming after Nick Fuentes and 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 our allies John Miller, etc. What they're doing is, um, you know, they are very nervous, and you know they have a lot of good reasons to be nervous because now all of a sudden Ghislaine Maxwell can't fight to conceal the identities of the John Doe's in the case, right? Oh, the daughter that. of Mossad. Uh, super spy, Robert Maxwell, Ghislaine Maxwell. Now she's in prison. Now she's feeling the heat. And so all over the country, people are rising up. All over the world, people are rising up, as we see in Paris, France, as we see all over Europe. Nationalist movements are moving. Truth movements are moving. We're on the front lines of the information war, and we're going to make sure that we expose, for instance, how the Mossad has 
of Hunter Biden's laptop and is blackmailing the current White House, the Mossad. Oh, yeah, yeah. You, 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 you know how there are a whole lot of uh, Zionists in the Biden administration? And it seems like, oh, it seems like worldwide Zionism. And it seems like China are allied and trying to genocide the white race and destroy the national sovereignty of every Western country. It seems like the uh, uh, largely Zionist Jewish people who are involved in finance and Hollywood propaganda and academia, it seems like they have the same interests in many respects as the Chinese communists who also want to genocide us off the face of the earth, including Biden's top advisor, Bernard Schwartz, who's still alive, who's the whole reason they got rid of the sanctions on China in the first place. So this is an unholy alliance. It's an unholy alliance between the world, uh, the world financial central banking cabal, which is extremely Zionist, and also the Chinese communists. So you can't separate it at this point. It's gotten too big and it's gotten too powerful. But what we have to remember is China was a developing country before uh, Clinton uh, let them into the World Trade Organization and all of that. But it is a two-pronged, uh, two-headed beast. And we're exposing it with information and we are exposing it all over the country. People are people are sick and tired of this. People are rising up. People do not want to get the death jab. They don't want to get the needle. They don't want to get the mark of the beast 666 into their bloodstream. We are pure bloods. We will always be pure bloods. Now, has there ever been a time in your adult life? I feel like this is the biggest disconnect between the people and the media. I mean, it's always a disconnect, right? Because these people don't know. Once you get gilded, right? Once you get into, you can lose touch, right? That can happen to anybody. I'm not even saying, you know, it's it's critical, but like it's just true. It's natural, right? Uh, so they get, you know, ensconced, and they're in their ivory towers, and they're they're writing for the New York Times, they're working for MSNBC, Fox, even what the fuck? Uh, and I feel like. At least they used to have. It, they it felt like they had more of a connection to the people a little bit. Whereas now it almost feels like almost all the way around too. Honestly, there's some good. There's still some. We're talking to one right now, and I'll go back to it in a Thank second. Thank you, Patrick Holly. Our justice sent three dollars. So few real journalists left. Patrick, you so good. Ancestors proud. So confusion. Why are you in the 1970s? Paneling so good. So Kino, Levi's a circle. So TH Paneling is ancestors eternal, proud. Dude, what the fuck? Pure blood is so good. My grandparents had wood paneling exactly like that, actually, uh, on their walls uh, when I was growing up. Uh, now, what I was saying, though, I don't know. It just feels like the disconnect is greater than it's ever been. Like, this is like a foreign force, almost, the media. Like, I watch this shit. I used to, I don't know, man. It's hard to even stomach seeing these people these days. Ralph, uh, Eric Rubin of Harvard, would you say that Eric Rubin sounds like a Presbyterian name? Yeah, no, no, no. I would not. Here's what he said. He's on the I'll, I'll, I'll pause on, that. Go ahead. Keep going. He's on the FDA uh, um, authorization committee for the little, uh, for the needles, for the little kids, for the Pfizer uh, death jab there. And he said, we're not, we're never going to learn about how safe the vaccine is unless we start giving it. How the hell are we allowing this man, Eric Rubin, to exist in our society without prosecuting him for the systematic rape of children all over this country and all over this world? And that is what it is. When the, I mean, when you turn these people into GMO people and you turn these people into genetically modified human beings, artificial humans you are raping these children you are raping them you are penetrating them and they get off on it ralph they get off on it there are a lot of these sick little needle cultists needle dick needle cultists and they're getting off they are they're getting sexual stimulation from the idea of injecting the children 
That's what that's what gets them off. That's what it's Dude, about. That's, you know what that ties into their satanic, uh, you know, new world order. How are they even thing? giving this vaccine out still, dude? I read a report today. Literally, it was blaring on Drudge. I'm an old creature, a little bit. Got a few old habits. I I check out Drudge every day. I turn on Drudge. It's literally Israel. Four shots, not enough, was the blaring mm. headline. Uh, wait, wait, hold on, wait. I'm wait. I'm not getting it right because I remember I tweeted it out. Wait, wait what did it say? Yeah, no, that's what it says. Israel, four shots, not enough. And I said, I had a number in mind. There were, <laughs> now, people had different ideas of what that number might be. I heard, I heard another one that I, I won't say which number it was. Uh, but there were a couple numbers, and I hadn't even thought of the other numbers, too. But anyway, uh, I'll just leave that there. Um, but you read the article, and they basically say, these are, you know, this is like the study lead or whatever. And they're saying that uh, these vaccines are basically worthless against Omicron. Uh, That's their own line. They're even saying that. It's like, this is worthless against Omicron. Omicron. And that's the main, that's by far the main strain of Corona now. And it's like, why? This is ridiculous. It's not helping. It's proven now, even by their own bullshit. Yeah, man, we just have to live in a parallel society, and uh, we are doing that, and we are hunting these people, and congratulations to the little girl who dun- who dunked all over uh, Dan Crenshaw there, Zion oh, Pops. I gotta play that still. I trust her vision. She has good vision. It only takes one eye to see that Dan <laughs> Crenshaw hates Whitey, all right? And he hates Whitey. He hates Whitey. There's this entire society now that is just, you know, getting kicked down by the globalists, and they are sublimating all of their rage and frustration against the white man, because that is the channel. That's sort of the that's the that's the release valve. That's the pressure valve that the globalists are using. They're putting pressure. They're stomping on people, but people aren't courageous enough to call out the true power. So everything's being channeled as it's the white man. It's the white man who is who's destroying you. And um, may the spirit of George Floyd be with you. By the way, hey Ralph, have you heard my uh, George Floyd impression? No, I think we should. Hear. Wait, hold on. Let's hear this now. There is a prepare. Richard hold Anderson, on, prepare. three dollars. Ask Adam Green. For the Moshiak to come, there has to be a certain number reached. So think about why the hardest push for the Vaksh is in the Amish ethno state. All right, now go ahead. What's your Floyd impression? All right, here's my George Floyd impression. <clears throat> I just have to really, I have to channel this. I have to get into it a little bit. Ooh, yeah. That makes sense. Ah! I can't breathe! I can't breathe! Ah! Thank you. That was pretty good, I have to say. That sounded Thank like you. spot on, Thank actually. Thank you. Was that method acting? Like, how did you, like, channel that? I channeled, I just did a lot of fentanyl, and I just, <laughs> uh, I just summoned the spirit of Wakanda. I summoned the Black Panther. Just uh. That's the best, best way, I think, is to just do a, yeah. lot, a lot of fentanyl. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. By the way, we're going to take calls tonight, too. I should throw out that fucking call-in link. I will talk about the quartering a little bit later on in the program as well. I can't believe, like, who gets upset about somebody's vacation? Also, I, I picked the wrong link. Let me fix that. Who gets up some, uh, upset about somebody's vacation destination? I don't understand. And Nick Cannon's rabbi will be joining us. Oh, yeah? A dollar of cent, three dollars, Jim Poole started again. The oh. quartering is taking his anger <laughs> the beanie man. No oh, good. Sad. No good. Don't hurt. Come on, man. Don't do that to Tim. Wally sent $3, my son, and I caught the Unicron <laughs> variant. We feel fine, but we have this sudden overwhelming desire to destroy the Matrix. <laughs> Donal of Flinstein sent $3 on me, Todd, enjoying this bit of crack tunny. Slonsha to ye lads. Erin go bra. 
Thank you for that Irishness. Anonymous sent $3 Patrick exposed Biden showers. What's our next big story? Good question. All right, wait, hold on. I'll stop it after that. And Bad Smokes sent $3. Ralph hyped to see you out of Pack Fern. I'm excited for AFPAC. I was at the inaugural AFPAC. Loved it. Just You can actually hear me laughing as Michelle Malkin is like dropping bombs during her speech. You can hear the dolphin laugh, the cackle, back in the background. If you listen close enough, if you know what you're looking for. Uh, and I didn't get to go last year. My mom, you know was sick and then passed away, unfortunately. Uh, and so I didn't get to go, but I will be there this year. Uh, the tickets are secured. The bag is secured. I'm ready to roll. I'm going to drive there, too, in the big red truck uh, right down the highway. So, all right. Now, uh, what's the next big story, Patrick? Oh, man, I've got so many. I've got so many. So um, the, this whole Paul Pelosi son thing is exploding all over the mainstream media about all the shady business dealings, how, as I reported, Nancy Pelosi's son identifies himself as office of Nancy Pelosi on the phone. So his business associate, there's now a trial date for him. He got busted in a Trump building. Um, and uh, there's so much um, on that. So on one hand, I'm working on Pelosi just totally just Uh, going at Bohemian Grove and going at all those uh, California leftists on the Democrat side. At the same time, we are uh, launching just um, Exposed Conservative Inc., absolutely Exposed Conservative Inc. And also I'm working with InfoWars, and we just rolled out the um, uh, Interrupt the Local News Challenge. So, you know, anytime you see the local news outside doing a live uh, broadcast, go and interrupt them. Um, So that's been going well so far. We're already getting a ton of submissions. So those are sort of three-pronged things that we're working on. We want activists in the field. We want to uh, make sure that, you know, we're getting the truth out about the Republican establishment going into these primaries and the Zioclops, Dan Crenshaw's of the world. And then we want to go straight also at the uh, the progressives and the secular uh, Democrat demons. So I think, um, you know, if we work really, really hard, we can really come together in these next few months as a movement and do some amazing things. And so I'm really uh, fired up about I'm- it. I can break some scoops here on the show, too, as we go along as well. Sure. And look, I'm super excited for 2022 i'm showing this on the screen not directly related but 2022 is going to be a big year i'm flying out to fucking portugal this weekend for one we're going to have killstream 1000 assuming that we do five shows next week okay so maybe it might be (laughs) we'll see i don't know somehow we're going to do shows next week uh in portugal i don't know how yet uh but killstream 1000 is coming up avpac's coming up and also the killstream kingpin invitational we have the entire bowling alley to ourselves private event we're gonna have tickets at the door checked we do what we i mean you know within reason right we can bar and all that stuff we're gonna have an event i'm gonna try to put a debate on during this too we'll see if that works out but we have multiple mics everything's wired up uh 16 lanes we're gonna have teams me dick masterson revenge of the sis Harrison Smith, Alex Stein's going to be there. Patrick, you're welcome to come. Everybody, Dallas, Texas, April 2nd, 2022. WrestleMania weekend is also that weekend, and it's also in Dallas. You can get your tickets, and people already have been getting tickets. Uh, Killstream.live slash bowl. Uh, hey, Ralph, we were so, talking about the Mossad. One, one of the uh, big... Yes, uh, we were. Big, big time scoop right now on the Killstream. Ready? This is, a, this is an Army whistleblower. 
Quote, in early 2012, I did my basic training at Fort Jackson, South Carolina. After finishing basic combat training, I was sent to Fort Huachuca, Arizona, to begin training as an intelligence analyst. Every army base has a town next to it. This one is called Sierra Vista and has a crappy little mall. Well, after enough time and training, you're allowed to leave the base during the weekend as long as you're back for evening and Sunday counts. Lots of soldiers hang out at the mall. All malls have those little kiosks that sell sunglasses and cheap jewelry. Well, at some point, a laptop kiosk became a thing at the Sierra Vista Mall. These laptops were the real expensive for the time, somewhere between $800 and $1,700. These laptops were, however, being sold at deals to service members for hundreds of dollars less on the retail value. It's pretty easy to pick out service members, the hair, glasses, tan lines on risks, and age. Well, at some point, it became knowledge on base about these laptops, and that set off some bells and whistles in senior leadership. CID was dispatched to investigate. What did they find? These computer key kiosk salesmen were Mossad operatives and the laptops had software and hardware installed to spy. You could reinstall the software, but the chips hardwired, reinstalled, and still gave them access to the keyboard, microphone, webcam, and screen. Think about it. Soldiers often take their laptops on deployment and OPSEC is often breached, but it isn't, it, it isn't always followed. There is the Israel I now supporting documentation following. So, this is something, uh, this is an army whistleblower just coming right out and uh, blowing the lid off uh, the Mossad specifically spying on our troops. And then plus, I'm going to have an interview coming proving that the Mossad is blackmailing the Biden regime right now with material contents from uh, Hunter Biden's laptop. Now, dude, first off, I guess um, there's a lot there <laughs> to break down as well. Uh, but like... What gives you your motivation for this, too? I, I, I listen to all that, but, like, what keeps you going, like, engine-wise on all this to just, like, be that motor that uncovers all this stuff? And you've we talked about it before. It's not blowing smoke. Like, you got some major scoops. Even the New York Times, you know, that crooked outfit, uh, they talk shit about you, but they're also like, here's XXMX that this guy's, you know, known for uh, scoop-wise. Uh, like, what what keeps you going well, um, you know, I still I feel a responsibility because I know what's going on. I know the truth about the cabal. I know the truth about human trafficking and what the, the global power structure is. And at the same time, you know, I was there in 2016, and, and I don't want to talk about Trump too much. I don't want to make sure. this about Trump. But in the Trump administration, you know, we, we you know I understand the trade issue. I understand that, yeah, we got a deal with China to get a trillion dollars back for our farmers, and Joe Biden canceled that deal on day one. A trillion dollars in agriculture. I mean, you, you know, I don't have to. To, uh, sit here and talk about Donald Trump all day. I could say within the administration, that's something that I was very happy to see coming from, you know, uh, the Washington, D.C. of Barack Obama, George W. Bush, all these horrible people. All of a sudden, the president come, goes in there, hits them with tariffs, gets a trillion dollars back. It's just that kind of stuff that I've, I've been there. I have the sources. I know the people. I've been close to it. And I just have a responsibility to keep fighting for the people because I know the right way that this country can go. And there was a point there in the Trump administration where America was coming back. Um, but, but, but that's not to endorse what he did at all during the coronavirus, when, of course, I was I was more ostracized. But that time, thanks to Alex Jones, I was able to get the truth out about Fauci. So I want to give him a huge shout out. He's a great truth warrior. Fauci, man, we were watching him literally at the, on a Klaus Schwab panel at Davos uh, today. We were watching yeah. on Tequila Sunrise. Check that out during the daytime. Uh, Killstream podcast, gang, gang. Uh how is this guy still around, dude? Like, what What in the fuck is going on? 
How are these geriatrics? I think this is like one of the most pressing issues that we face uh, as a nation, actually. Uh, the geriatric class that rules over us that can't even, you know, they can't even park their car. Did you see, see Eleanor Holmes Norton trying to park her car uh, today or today or yesterday? I don't know if you saw the video, but it, they're an absolute joke, dude. This is not how it's supposed to be, and it's not how it is across most of the world. If you want to know the truth, this is not normal. No, they spill soup on themselves. I mean, uh, the Chinese just watch clips of C-SPAN on their propaganda networks, and it's like their daily show. It's it's the biggest joke in the world. And you see people like Ted Cruz, even people who 10 years ago were, you know, um, branding themselves as conservative firebrands, just absolutely bending over for the New World Order, bending over for the vaccines, just being controlled opposition. And we know the reason. We know the reason that the right and the GOP is controlled opposition, as we constantly point out, is because they are owned by a foreign country. They're owned by Israel. They're owned by um, Zionist, um, specifically the Netanyahu wing. That's who owns the conservative professional movement and the GOP in America. But that's basically the same thing as the Neftali Bennett wing. I mean, this is the new world order. Um, and, and Zionism is not conservative. It's an ideology unto itself. It's an ideology of Jewish supremacy. And it's an ideology that is integrally involved, as many of us know, in flooding the West with mass immigration, including to my ancestral homeland, of Ireland, um, my other ancestral homeland of Italy, um, England, Canada. Um, uh, uh, Australia is a penal colony again, which is how they think of it. They think of America as a colony. They think of us. They've always th thought of us as a plantation colony. And so that's why they only care about the GDP. That's why they think that um, it's okay to just turn us into a big uh, shopping mall and a big borderless shopping mall for the whole world. That's what they think. And we're just little GDP units. And they are just demoralizing us and keeping us down with the masks and their injections, and you have these idiot women who have just gotten hooked on Netflix and Chubby oh. Hubby and, and hooked on not going into work, you know, shilling for all of this because they're too pathetic to get off their fat ass and stop watching their Whoopi Goldberg propaganda and actually make something of their lives. We are being destroyed by the stupidest people among us, and I'm sick and tired of it. Dude, is there... Man, I don't know, I... I ask this question uh, a lot, but uh, and I guess I waver just depending on the day. Uh, and I'm having a good time in general. Like I said, I'm about to fly out. Me and Dick are about to do Portugal. Like, what the fuck? This is about to be insane. Vegas. You know, I'm living like Ric Flair, basically. Yeah. And it's great. I fucking love it. But everything is just decaying, just complete. It's complete disaster. Think of where we're going to be in 10 or 20 years, dude. Like, this shit, the roads suck. Like, I got a nice truck, but where am I, you know, what am I going to drive it on in 20? Thank God it's a 4 by 4 You might need that shit. Like, it's bad, dude. And I don't have any confidence at all in our leadership on either side. You talk about them being bought and paid for by Zionists. Of course, they are. Uh, but if they were getting shit done... You know what? I wouldn't support it anyway, but you know what? At least there would be a case to be made. Hey, okay, you know what? They're on the take for Israel and the Chinese and all this shit, but at least the roads are paved. At least the bridges aren't falling down. You know, at least our airports don't look like fucking, you know, some third world shithole. But that's not the case. They're incompetent on every single level, and it's doing nothing but getting worse. 
Right. And if you look at the supply chain crisis, I mean, this is directly the kind of issue that never would have happened under President Donald Trump. And many people don't even realize until after he's gone, oh, wait, this wouldn't have happened under President Donald Trump, because obviously he'd be using the military to get the uh, boxes off of the ships. But, you know, why the boxes aren't getting off of the ships is because of Chinese owned shipping companies that are preventing the uh, labor from getting done and also unions. So it's um, it's just the left literally trying to starve this country. But you know what, Ralph, um, this is the kind of issue that that, that I focus on, that I, I do documentaries on, um, that I do long segments on. Um, I have my own uh, band.video channel that, that's going to launch pretty soon, and Sick. I want you to obviously be involved with that. Hell yeah. Reach out to me if you want to be involved with that. And you know yes. what else, too, um, is, Ralph, both you and I have a uh, special have special young ladies in our lives. And let me just say in my Kennedy voice, if Ralph and I can get girlfriends, then so can you. <laughs> it's true, though. You know, and I saw a couple of people. By the way, I'm writing that down because, yes, I would actually like that. Uh, so I'm trying to make sure I remember. Uh, and, yeah, I'm blessed, honestly, uh, to have a lovely lady downstairs. She's listening to the show right now uh, and helps me in more ways than I, than I can tell you. Uh, all the stuff, man, it's been a crazy year. Uh, and the stuff, especially when I took on the daytime show well i can't do normal people stuff almost at all now because there's only so many fucking hours in the day so she set up a lot of appointments and just like real world shit and all this uh invaluable she's got she's the merchandise she's the t-shirt queen she's gonna be sending out your merch shop.killstream.live slash fed if you want the glow in the dark fed shirt it's also on the website there on the sidebar you see <laughs> uh and so she's gonna be doing all that yeah thank god Thank God, because when you have that albatross, it could be the other way around. You know, I've had the albatross too, the one that's like fucking pulling your ass down, and you're like, uh, like they're trying to drown your fucking ass, basically, uh, is what I'm saying. Thank God, uh, that's not the case. It could be, it could be a different case. Uh, there goes the uh, the Fed shirt, by the way. All right, now, so we talked about Gitter. What about okay? What about Trump and DeSantis, dude? What's going on there? You know, um, uh, I have contacts in uh, the Trump camp uh, and, you know, obviously uh, contacts in the DeSantis camp, too. And we'll just see how it goes. I, that's not really where my mind's at right now. No, that's fine. Um, I know you said that earlier, but I had it on my list of topics. So, like, I was not I, I had to bring no, it up. Sorry. I mean, uh, we've been pressuring Trump to stop talking about this vaccine. So, you know, I, I'm not a mouthpiece for Trump. I'm sure I'll have a conversation with uh, I'll have more conversations about that as we that's get closer fair. to the primary. So. That's fair. It's still, I mean, look, dude, Yeah, it's like, I know it really is kind of degenerate to even talk about the presidential race at this point. But, you know, I mean, you know how it goes. Uh, they were talking about the presidential race months ago. Uh, but I still don't, I'll just say for me, uh, I talked about, I did a segment on it earlier, Tequila Sunrise. I still don't think DeSantis is going to run against him uh, if he runs. I think it's just kind of some wolfing back and forth. It seems like uh, more of like a more of a respect thing maybe between the two, but uh, I don't know. That's just my read on it. I don't, I don't think he would. I don't really think he would run against him, but we'll see. Uh, all right, now let's take callers too. Do we have callers? Hold on, let me look. I know we got a super chat that didn't get read. Let me turn that back on. Boom! There it is. Here we go, Neon. Neon Nick has sent six trillion Brandon Bach. Now oh. only worth three dollars. So I guess he just sent three dollars. <laughs> so what you're telling us is that Zog and China are on the same side here. Because they seem to be at odds over Taiwan and certain other things. Brandon seems to be menacing them more than Trump did. 
You sure Zog and Zai are on the same team, bro? What do you think about that? Yeah, so essentially in terms of the fundamental goal of genociding Western civilization and stripping the national sovereignty of the West, I mean, obviously they've shown themselves to be on the same side in that, um, you know, over the past generation or two, dating back to Henry Kissinger opening up China, and then Dianne Feinstein getting Clinton to put them into the World Trade Organization. Dianne Feinstein's husband, Richard Bloom, was doing business in China, and he's a big part of the reason why they, um, you know, Michael Bloomberg doing business in China. So, yes, I mean, even though, you know, sometimes they, they disagree, I think in general, both China and the uh, Zionist establishment worldwide and the central banks have an interest in flooding the West with mass migration that's totally unaccountable in order to dilute the white population. Mark Potok from the Southern Poverty Law Center even keeps a white demographic replacement, you know, the, a list of the declining white population on a whiteboard, like behind him in his office. I mean, this is what these people talk about all the time. So in terms of that fundamental goal, yes, I, I would say that... Um, that Israel and China are allied in that. And certainly China has benefited from the, the, the finance class, from people like Michael Bloomberg betraying America in order to prop up China. Now, let's see here. I'll turn that back on. We'll see what else we got here over on the Super Chats. Entropy's also on. Top right Zuma sent $3. Fuck Russia, China, Israel, and the American regime. Very to the point. Neon Nicker sent $3. China wants to be the number one superpower for sure, but I don't think they want to genocide white Christians like Zog does. I think China wants to be more of a mercantile empire. They don't want to exterminate us, though. What do you say? I mean, I think that they would like very much to, I mean, as soon as they get the opportunity, they're going to go for Taiwan, they're going to go for Japan, and they're going to go for South Korea, I think. And then all of a sudden, I think they're going to try to uh, look at America. I mean, I think they definitely have designs on America in the long run. Um, and if you look at what... Um, um, so, so for instance, I'll, I'll give you an example. So we worked on this um, voter um, election integrity uh, bill that ended up passing in Georgia. Um, the Rothschild family was against it. So Lynn Forrester de Rothschild did a conference call with more than 100 corporate executives to try to uh, kill this bill. That, that's when you saw the MLB All-Star Game leave Georgia. That's when you see all these corporations leave Georgia. So on the one hand, you have the Rothschilds driving corporate America. On the other hand, I think that you have Chinese communism driving a lot of the um, supply chain shortages right now and driving a lot of the um, economic manipulation that's causing inflation and just gutting us. So even though they represent different um, uh, ways of just attacking us, I think that they're both for their own interests are, are going at us really hard. So they're allied in, in, in that sense, at least a marriage of convenience. Yeah. Uh, I, I would have to agree with that last part, of it, uh, especially the marriage, the convenience part. Uh, it could change, but uh, all right. Now let's see. Do we have we have? And Israel turns around and sells our weapons to China, by the way. So they're arming China too with U.S. weapons. All right. Now let me also throw out the link. There it is on Odyssey. I'll make sure it's on Cozy. Let's get the callers in here, man. Why are they disgracing themselves again, Patrick? I really didn't think they would do this tonight, uh, but like we have one. Easily fucking call it in this call room. Like, why do I extend the absolute privilege to these people to talk to all these movers and shakers? They come on this show. They're open to questions. They're ready to go. And we have one caller in the green room. Like, how is that even possible? 
How is that possible? There's 7,800 people live right now on multiple platforms. One caller. You know what? An absolute disgrace. Go ahead, residual problem user. Can you hear me? Go ahead. I want to ask the guest uh, if he feels that uh, saying that sex with women is gay is also part of the Mossad movement to decline white birth rate. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> do you have something else? Come on. What do we ask? What do you do? You have something? This is Patrick Halley here, fucking I mean, journalistic I, I, legend. I agree with what he's saying, but I mean, he's also preaching it's America first, and the leader of America first is saying that sex with women is gay. I mean, is he, he dude? You know what? I kind of see this as a litmus test too, because I see I see people saying that, and it's like. You know, I mean, I don't. He's kind of fucking with you, right? Like, I, I don't. Okay, get that, you're an idiot. All right, Cloud of Frog, go ahead. Hi guys. Hey Patrick, how's it going? Yeah, go ahead. Pretty good. Um, I think you did go over it before, but I really wanted to know what got you into this. What was the first thing that really woke you up that made you say, "What the fuck is going on?" Let me, let me see. Let me see, like a peel away. Some of this bullshit that, that we're looking at now and actually see what the fuck's going on behind everything else. By the way, they said Nick said it. Yeah, I know he said it. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. I said a lot of things too. Like, what the fuck? I, and you're like hung up on it, repeating it. Anyway, whatever. I'm sure he meant that literally. Anyway, go ahead, uh, Clouded Frog. Sorry. Big brains. <laughs> Big brain people. <laughs> I no, can't. No, that's no. no, all right. Don't worry about it. Go ahead. Sorry. Repeat what you said. I want to hear the full flavor of it. I want the full take. Sorry. Repeat it. All right. So, Patrick, what is the big thing that made you look past uh, the um, everything and say, okay, is there something else going on behind it? There's something else that, that's actually making everything fucked up. It's not as though it's a gigantic uh, entropy trap that a lot of people like Destiny like to come out and say, oh, it's just a just a coincidence, just a coincidence. What made you think? Maybe it's not just a coincidence. Yeah, for me, it was probably around the time of the financial collapse in 2008. I mean, already so much had gone wrong with globalism, with Bush, and I could see past the two-party paradigm. But when you saw the uh, financial collapse happen, you know, as a result of so much debt um, that was being, that was propping up the entire economy, and it was totally magical. It was just dead on paper. And then when these banks failed, they proved to be too big to fail. And then all of this taxpayer money was funneled into the uh, big banks that had just destroyed the economy. And that's when I realized that there was something deeply, deeply wrong. I mean, more than I could have even imagined. And that's around the time the Tea Party started before Coke Industries um, astroturfed all these uh, Tea Party groups to take it away from its original kind of anti-bailout purpose. So I think it was around 2008, around that time that, yeah. I'm glad you said that. And, you know, I was a lefty back then. Uh, And I remember, you know, Obama's going to come in. Like, shit's about to change, dude. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Obama, thank God, you know, when Bushes are out of here, like, and then Obama came in AIG bailout, fucking you know massive bailouts for Wall Street, a fucking half cocked uh, you know healthcare bill that really didn't uh, that really didn't give what it uh, pretended to give, uh, basically. Uh, and so I don't know. That's about when I started getting jaded too uh, from the other we met. 
we ended up meeting each other here. Uh, but, uh, you know, I came from the other direction where it's just like, yeah, you know what? These fuckers are just, they're just full of shit about everything. Both parties are bought and paid for. Uh, I don't know. I, I think that that was a, that was a real, um, I think, um, a demarcation point basically for like the nosedive of our country. Like the, and then, those couple you know, years. and then once I got into, um, you know, so-called conservative media at the daily caller originally, and then Breitbart, which, you know, uh, those things are a lot different now than what they were sure. you know, when I was working there, but you start breaking those stories and you start realizing that the people that you're working with aspire to go into the mainstream media and to go into the mainstream right. media, those people become leftists. I actually made a list of all these conservative big people who have flipped over. I, Dude. I was just actually doodling this. All right, Kurt Bardella, for instance, he was the little guy at Breitbart who was against me during the Michelle Fields thing. He literally works for the Democrats now. Catherine Watson worked for the Daily Caller. Now she works for CBS. Caitlin Collins, Daily Caller, CNN. Betsy Woodruff, she was National Review. Now she's a leftist. Lachlan Marquet. I mean, the list goes on. Oliver and Darcy. On and on. What about that? What What was that Independent Journal Review? What was the name of that? You remember that outlet during uh, 2016? Yeah. Darcy IJR. worked there. IJR. You remember that place? That shit was astroturfed to fuck. And they. I remember I got a press pass. I got a press pass as blogger from the RalphRetort.com. The Trump campaign was giving me press passes, uh, and they were there. And a good number of these people, Oliver Darcy was one of them. He worked for them. Oliver Darcy, yep. A good number of them, but he's not the only one. There's two or three others that are just full-blown leftist reporters now yeah. uh and they're far S from the only S ones se cup Catherine miller from the free beacon by the way she fell off Robert dude Costa. um i have a whole list here of people who have just totally flipped aj delgado of course she flipped because of uh yeah, the well, baby daddy drama with jason miller right yeah uh, there are so many of these people. Nicole, you know Nicole what wallace i forgot about that so you mentioned it. but yeah i remember that yeah she just went uh, hardcore the other direction. I mean, you know, slightly understandable, I guess. All right, Cloud of Frog, what's up, man? No, I mean, that's that's kind of it. For me, it's it's the kind of situation where uh, you don't know anything until you start looking at shit. When you start looking at shit, it's, it's all too much of a huge coincidence. Oh, man, these people know each other. It's like a revolving door in industries and the fucking parties, especially now. And astroturfing is a huge thing that I think people don't really understand that these people grow from it. It's, and it's not just a bad thing. It's, it's not something that – it's just something well, that the left does or, or the other side does. It's something that we can they, do as well. So you They, they will remember Heat Street. You remember that shit? Like, man, come on. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The whole fucking era. All right. Thank you, Clyde. I appreciate it, man. Have a good one. Be safe. You know, and the CEO of PragerU was former Israeli intelligence, and she's a chick. So it's like at a certain point, I mean, is the white man just going to be erased? Or even in our own party, is it just going to be totally run by uh, minority, uh, you know, Zionists, women, influencers who don't have our best interests at heart, who probably hate us and want to genocide us just as much as the left? And that's really the question here before us as we go into this GOP civil war, a very peaceful GOP civil war, but uh, certainly a war that we're going to win on the America first side. All right. There goes Pansy. Grab me a water too. Just whenever. Thank you so much. There she goes. Can we get a round of applause for Pansy there. Keeping me hydrated. Thank you, madam. All right. Let's take another caller. Adelwolf, go ahead. How are you doing, gentlemen? How are you doing? Doing great. Uh, I have to say that your guest here is an absolute uh, live wire. I agree. Uh, 
I'm enjoying. I'm enjoying the energy. <laughs> so do I. That's high intense. High energy. Uh, high energy Howley. That's his new fucking moniker here on the kill stream, and never has it been more appropriate. I'm I'm digging it. Uh, you know, he was talking about uh, Chinese influence earlier, and uh, you know, you know me, Ralph. I'm a big sports ball guy. Um, yeah, me too. As you may have, you may have been aware, uh, China has been buying all Chinese billionaires. They're all state mandated, but Chinese billionaires have been buying uh, sports teams. And like Europe, they've been buying a lot of soccer teams. Um, they've been buying a lot in Italy, uh, you know, in different countries with varying success. They've tried to get their own uh, Chinese Super League uh, going by buying aging stars for three times their value. Um, but how long do you think that they'll start infiltrating uh, American sports? I don't, I, I don't know if you pay attention to that, but I think that China is more of a threat in the culture war than, than the Jews are, in my opinion, because they're the ones that have the money that they can operate out in the open. They can buy these teams. They can buy American institutions. Um, I don't know. I just see them as more of a threat. Yeah, I mean, obviously LeBron was shilling for Chairman Xi. And so when you have, you know, an economic market of over a billion people, uh, and not to mention a military fighting force of a billion people, then you are definitely a power on the world stage, uh, to say the least. And so, you know, all of the economic might that they've been able to build up since they took American manufacturing in the years since 2000 in the World Trade Organization, um, all the ways that they've manipulated their currency in order to give them an advantage, make um Really, uh, uh, corporate America and, you know, the Rothschilds and the central banks have to um, you know, play nice with China just by virtue of the fact that China has such a big market of people um, and they're so powerful in this globalized economy, which I never wanted us to have. I wanted us to have a strong American manufacturing. I was inspired by the stuff that Pat Buchanan was talking about and that Trump, you know, kind of talked about on a, on a more superficial level. But I mean, in, in the Trump administration, we were bringing manufacturing back. Um, I mean, I can show you the numbers. I mean, the, the employment was going through the roof. The revenue was going through the roof. We wanted to bring companies back here um, and allow small business to start here in America. That's what we got to do. And we could just for military reasons, just to, to control our own supply chain, or else China can shut shut things off, and that's what we're experiencing right now. Maersk is the biggest terminal owner at the Port of Los Angeles, and they are specifically not allowing the unions to go in and work 24-hour days to get the stuff off the, off the ships. Meanwhile, they just made a huge, massive, more than a billion-dollar handshake deal with the Chinese communists, and they sold their refrigerator container unit to China, which means all the food that's getting shipped in through the Port of Los Angeles is going through China. So this trade issue, this supply chain crisis, the stuff that I've been talking about might seem a little bit wonky, but it's it, it's it, it's extremely important right now because everything I've, I've been saying is coming true. They're trying to starve this country. Well, I agree with you. And like uh, not only with, uh, you know, shipping food and, and uh, things in our supply chain that we need to China, but then they don't protect it either. I mean, I'm sure you guys have seen the videos of people just raiding trains and just stealing shit. By you know, just nine was it ninety car like train cars or whatever were robbed the other day in L.A. People just took shit out of there, and just walked off with it. There's there's no security, so who's protecting these these supply chains anyway? We can get the shit in, but if people are just stealing it, it's not going where it needs to go. 
Yeah, 100% true. I mean, as we saw in Puerto Rico, the the mayor of San Juan there, the lady, had the, the supplies on the truck and she was just standing right in front of it saying, the empire needs to get, the empire needs to give us more supplies. <laughs> we are starving here. The empire will not give us the paper towels. And so that's why Trump was just like mocking them, throwing out the paper towels because it's like, lady, we gave you a whole lot of money and we gave you a whole lot of supplies. But a communist tactic has always been to um, seize the supplies. You see that always in Latin America when they try to take over all right go ahead well i uh you know i i think you're making a good point but i I would i would caution everybody to pay attention uh and and what's going on because china's buying uh, movie studios or they bought legendary several years back they're buying all this uh these cornerstones of american culture um and they're gonna leak in Uh, i guarantee you there'll be an nba team owned by some chinese conglomerate uh by the next 10 years Yep. Yep. And Getter is funded by this Miles guy. And he was described to me by a guy who knows him very well as somebody who doesn't really have a problem with the Chinese Communist Party. He just wants to be higher up in it. So. Thank you, Ada Wolf. I appreciate you. Oh, go ahead. Finish up your thoughts. I ain't trying to. Oh, I was just going to say, you know, make sure you pick me up a Portuguese uh, national team stuff while you're there. So, you know, I just booked my ticket. Uh, I was waiting. I actually had to pay a little bit more uh, because I was going to book it yesterday. Uh, and then Dick, somebody, Kaz, I said this story earlier. Kaz tagged Dick in uh, on Twitter. And he said, what What if you guys do Portugal? Like, what, is Dick going with you? And I was like, no, nah, I don't think so. Like, nah, I'm just going with myself. I don't think, you know, I wouldn't think he would want to go. Like, And then uh, last night after the show, he's like, tell me more uh, on Twitter. And then I started texting him. And uh, he's like, well, yeah, I'm about 75% in. And then we started talking uh, back and forth today. Uh, and you don't know you don't have to have the vaccine uh, to get into Portugal. But you do have to have a negative COVID test within, like, I don't know, 24 to 48 hours before you get on the plane. So I'm going to have to go get a COVID test go. on Friday. Uh, and so after I get that test, I'm going to fly to Lisbon, Portugal. Uh, I've never been to Portugal. I have been out of the country on one occasion, two occasions, actually, and both times were to London, England. Uh, so this will be my second European country, formerly European, I guess, uh, UK. <laughs> uh, and so, yeah, I'm pretty, I'm pretty excited about it. We're going to stay there, uh, from the 22nd through the 30th. We're going to film some stuff on, uh, uh, Dick, the Dick Shell biggest problem. I'm going to be filming stuff, hopefully broadcasting some stuff too. We'll see how that goes. Uh, and I'm pretty fucking psyched. Yeah. The ticket is booked. I got my passport and everything. I'm going to Portugal this weekend with Dick Masterson of the Dick show. And both of us have our flights booked. Nice. I think yeah. I think the airport there in Lisbon, uh, I might be wrong, is the Ronaldo Airport. Like it's named after. Him. I think it is uh, actually. Somebody said Wolfgang said, "What if you fail the test?" Well, they won't let me go if I fail the test. But I have I bought insurance on my ticket and everything just in case something crazy like that happens. Uh, so we'll see. Also, I I don't think uh, I don't think Sporting Lisbon, the big team in, uh, in Lisbon, is playing this weekend. And if not, you can you can usually call these stadiums up and take a giant tour, and they'll take you like through the stadium, oh, really? through the locker room, like through the training facilities. They usually have like dining facilities there. Now you wanted like, me to bring you a national class. team scarf. Is that what you said? Portuguese national team scarf. 
Hell yeah, or a sporting Lisbon one. Right. That'd be sick. Okay, I'll check that out. Uh, send me a place to go to. I'm going to be in Lisbon for a couple of days. Actually, we're staying an extra day uh, than I planned on originally. Uh, so maybe we'll stay in Lisbon an extra day. I actually want to see the capital a lot. Lisbon is supposed to be a really cool city, a lot of cool museums and stuff. I'm kind of a I'm kind of a mark for things like that. I love cool museums. And, so am I. Um, every time I go to Chicago, I go to the Field Museum. Like, every time. I'm fucking psyched, uh, I guess, fails. is what I'm saying. We're going to film a bunch of stuff, uh, and me and Dick on the loose foreign country i mean we were just in vegas on some fear and loathing shit and now we're we're going to portugal it's like he's the only motherfucker i know on this earth who would even be up for it even theoretically in two or three days just flying out of this fucking country to portugal and <laughs> my god we're both the craziest motherfuckers we know i guess because we're going to portugal this weekend i'm looking forward to it i'm gonna have to get some kind of logo or something made uh it was kind of a last minute decision you know certain people talk about going to portugal for years they make a big deal about it and they act like it's uh you know it's it's so hard to get in there and all that and you know how much money it costs yeah. no it doesn't it doesn't cost that much money at all uh and we're gonna fly in there uh like the fucking uh, half of the four horsemen I guess uh, the dynamic duo touching down there, and I'm pretty excited about it. Thank you, sir, for calling in. Yeah, Killstream World Spite Tour. There you go. That's right, man. Spite, man. Then nothing beats that. Nothing beats spite for motivation. I'm sorry. Nothing. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. Yep. Soon. Oh. oh shit. Got a little. Uh, got a little. Uh, Winston, go. Let me mute. Let me uh, mute the stream. Hold on one second. I'm okay. playing Halo while talking to you Man, people. What the fuck? You people, motherfucker! You called me. No, I know, I know. I, you based people. I look. I'm <laughs> losing the game, and it's really frustrating because. All right, well, you know what? I can bring shit. you back in a minute. Is that okay? Wait, 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 wait! No, no, no! I wanted to talk to Patrick. I can multitask. I'm not like these All right, retards we'll on talk. my team. Talk then. All right, Patrick. I wanted to say thank you so much for like uh, talking about China. Um, I actually helped uh, Ralph uh, plan a debate. It was my idea between Nick and Sticks Hexenhammer, where a lot of the Groypers were uh, going in with Nick saying that, oh, uh, we can work with China as a, an ally because they're against the U.S. government. I say that um, China was it works in tangent with the uh, U.S. government. They're enemies in name only. So thank you for uh, talking about this, exposing all this stuff. I just got a kill, by the way. And anyway, I wanted to um, – to, uh, what else do I want to say? Oh, yeah, I love your show with Tom Pappert, but um, whenever I go to look at for it on Odyssey, because I know you've been banned on YouTube, I can't find it. When do you stream? Um, we just, uh, you know, we stream when we can. So um, we are, uh, we're setting that, that kind of stuff up now. I'm, I'm starting my own band out video channel right now, so I'm kind of focusing on that. But I think I'm going to start doing, like, uh, a few videos a day uh, for my band out video channel. And... I have a couple good people who are editing, uh, and I'm going to sell independent ads on it and get sponsors on it as well. So we're going to make some money. And um, anybody who wants to be involved with that, just email me, patrickreporter at protonmail.com. So um, I am uh, in the heartland of America pretty soon and uh, just going to set up and, um, you know, make sure that all the good people around the country who are, in, are moving into pockets where we're, we're safer, um, counties where we know the sheriff, we're beginning the balkanization process, we're beginning the process of, of moving people into areas where we have good footing, making sure that our supply chains are open, our communication channels are open, so we can fight the new world order over the next 20, 30, 
50, 100 years. Yeah, sounds good, man. Um, are you going to be going to the uh, Dallas um, uh, bowling event that Ralph is going to be at? Uh, probably. Yeah, I think so. Probably. When is it? It's in Dallas. Uh, April 2nd, uh, April 2nd. Yeah, sure. Let's do it. Definitely. Let's do it, man. Are you really going to come? I think yeah, you will. Dallas, of course. I'm in Dallas all right. Time. You know what? He's in. I'm going to add him to the all list. Right, Patrick right. Howley's in. I'm going to do my best to make it there. Cause I got to go. All Dude, my, this all thing the is gonna be gonna sick. Going. all the cool people that I know, Ryan Long, God, he's this close to me and added to it too. Dallas, Texas, the big fucking D the kill stream. We're going to, I keep saying this. I don't know if people realize we have the whole fucking building. It's us. Whatever we want to do, whatever program we want to run, it's us. Like, we're doing it. I'm going to try to add that debate, Fuentes Destiny. We'll see if that falls into place. Even if not, we're going to have an excellent fucking show. Uh, we already have a lot of legends. Patrick Holly just said he's going to be here right here on air. So we just added another one uh, as a uh, certain... <laughs> As DJ Khaled would say. Uh, all right, what else you got, Winston? Um, no, I just wanted to say I love Patrick. I love uh, the work he does with Tom Papper, Jack, uh, Jack Hatfield. Uh, I know a few other names uh, that have written for um, National File. It's getting a lot of traction. Oh, by the way, Ralph, I wanted to say, I think you're shadow banned on Twitter because you have so many thousand followers and, like, uh, like only so many like retweets. I think they, that's something I found out recently. The shadow banning like, shadow um, ban. like yeah, Twitter yeah. people that they don't like. Yeah. They shadow ban also like certain, I've seen Sam Hyde talk about it. Basically certain tweets. I don't know. It's, it's crazy. Like if you put a link in a tweet, they usually limit the reach of those sometimes too. Uh, I don't know. There's a whole, uh, thing to it, but, uh, I don't care. I'm still on Twitter. Uh, we'll see how long that lasts. Follow me on Gab, uh, as Patrick Holly said earlier. Uh, it's the same at the Ralph Retort over there on Gab. Torba, man, I got a lot of respect. I've been pissed at Torba before, too. I wasn't always team Gab, to be honest with you. Uh, I kind of went back and forth. Uh, but the guy is battle-tested. Uh, I said this earlier. I got a lot of respect for the OGs still around through everything and still putting in work. Uh, and honestly, the shit that we were arguing about was dumb as fuck anyway. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I think Gab's killing it. Uh, so, and it runs really well. There's a lot of people there. Like, it's not barren. Uh, and, I, you know, I'm not trying to insult the old days or whatever, but, it, you know, it might be hard to get some interactions uh, back in the day, but it's really not hard uh, at all. I mean, you know. I, I got a, a little bit of a profile already, I guess. So maybe I'm talking from priv position of privilege slightly. Uh, but I think if you get in there and mix it up and, and uh, you, you would enjoy it. And a lot of people you might not have seen for a year or two uh, from Twitter that you remember are on Gab and they've been uh, having fun for a long time already. So yeah, shout to Gab. Yeah, Gab's great. I love it. Um, Ralph, I just installed this 4K Ultra HD TV. Yeah, you yeah, have to see my setup. I mean, I'm getting kills left and right. I can see everything. Dude, Eagle Eyes over here. Thank you for calling in. I can see that I have more callers, but I appreciate your support, sir. Did you get your yeah, hat yet? I'm gonna, I'm, what, what did you say? Did you get your hat yet? Uh, I got a bunch of late Christmas presents, and I believe the hat is included in it, right. as along with uh, a new microphone that I can use. That hopefully will be compatible with my retarded phone that right. I am really. All right, well, double check. Let me know. Thank you, buying. man. Thank you, man. I appreciate you yep. calling in, sir. Yep. Love you guys. Bye. Love you, man. Take care. All right, let's take another caller. Joey, Joe, Joe, bag of donuts. Go. 
bag of silence, motherfucker. Hold on. Hello? Nah, right, get out of here. Silent like the quarterings nursery. All right, let's keep going. Geeky, go ahead. Hello, sir. Hey, how you doing, man? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Very good. Congrats on the Portugal trip. I thought they were still locked down. No, nah, man, you can get in. Uh, like I said, uh, and it's not about, and well, you know, as long as I pass my COVID test, I'll, maybe I'll hang by the house <laughs> and not go out too much the next couple of days uh, just in case uh, until, like, what, Friday. Uh, but I guess, what, what's it, what is today? Hold on. It's Tuesday, right? Today is Tuesday, yeah. Yeah, maybe yeah, I'll just hang around here video. until Friday until I go take my test. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, yeah you just have to have a negative test depending on which test you take I think the PCR test is within 72 hours and then the antigen is like or the rapid one or whatever is 48 I've never taken a fucking COVID test I've never taken a vaccine I've never taken any of that shit or even cared about it the whole entire time for two years now uh, uh, and I'm doing just fine honestly so I can give you some advice on that I've taken both tests Um, the PCR test takes about Two days to get yeah. the results. Back. Yeah, so I'm taking the rapid one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the PCR takes longer. Yeah, yeah. They have but testing the centers. Rapid one's the one where they shove it up your nose, though. Yeah, I'm not really looking forward to it, but uh, yeah. Anyway, I gotta take one. I'm gonna take one here in Richmond uh, on Friday, uh, and then I'm gonna mosey up on down the road. Uh, we'll get a ride. Honestly, I think Panther's gonna take me uh, to the airport up there in Washington D.C. Uh, Dulles, I think. I've been to Mbo many times, ladies and gentlemen. So yeah. Mosey mosey on down I ninety five up I ninety five, Jesus Christ. Talk about is nightmare. it cheaper to fly out of Richmond than it is from DC? Or the other way around? Uh, sometimes it is. It can be on certain places like Vegas is like comparable and can be worth it. Like I wish the only thing was they didn't have a direct flight when I flew back in and got stuck in the snowstorm. So that's why I didn't fly into Richmond. Now looking back I should have just took the connections and hit Richmond because there was no way I was making it down 95, but I had no way of knowing that, right? Uh, so I thought I was doing the responsible thing by taking the, the direct flight. It's like, okay, I'll just get my car and go down the road. It'll work out. Uh, well, that's not how it happened. And the flights to go to Portugal cost a little bit more uh, out of Richmond, so I'm going out of D.C. Funny enough, you speak about I-95. Did you see that your old governor said it was your fault? for? I did see that. Yeah. Governor Blackface, piece of trash. You know what? I was stuck in that shit for eight hours. I told the story many times on the show. I don't know if Patrick uh, heard it, but I was literally on I-95 when that snow was coming down uh, during the main part of the shit. Barely got off I-95, then got stuck around here in the woods. It took an act of God almost to get me out of this fucking predicament. And I'll tell you what, the police were nowhere to be found. Virginia Department of Transportation was nowhere to be found. Thank God there were good people. You know what I mean? If they had been bad people, yeah. there would have been nothing I could do about it. I'm just being real. Uh, it was o- it was over. OV, to use a term from Memphis. <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, it, it really this, – this thing, this day is a joke, quite honestly, with their services. Like, what in the fuck? Now that, yeah, now they're bragging about and, – and they did do better. I'll be, I'll be honest, and the Republican administration is in here now. But that wasn't the same kind of snow. Uh, so, I don't know. Hopefully, we don't have to test it again this year. But I was not impressed. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, that's, uh, that's pretty much your answer. Yeah, like one of my things called in that Ado brought up with the whole, like, NBA team. I don't know if you saw this a couple days ago, but – and the owner of the Golden State Warriors was on the podcast. 
and he brought up someone brought up the Uyghurs, and he said nobody gives a shit about them. Like the only people who care are like people looking for Twitter stuff. I don't know if you saw that video. I did see it, and I think I man, I thought I put it in my notes, uh, but I don't have it with me. Unfortunately, I can find it real real quick. I watched it, and I usually put stuff like that. Uh, like to the side because like I, I'm like okay obviously I'm gonna play that on the show and I thought I did that with this uh, but I guess I didn't now here goes the what is this on NPR hold on uh, fuck there's a few different clips man fuck I hate the mainstream media this is just a joke I'm trying to find like the exact well, clip right. they all got their own bullshit clip let's see what CNN plays uh, I got it for you if you need it. Okay, all right, well, let's see what this is. Maybe this is it, or if it's Don. Nobody cares about what's happening to the Uyghurs, okay? You you bring it up because you really what? care, and I think what that's nice that you cares? care. The rest of us don't care. I'm telling you a very hard, ugly I mean, truth, okay? Of all the things that I care about, yes, it is He's right, though. Wow. He's right, but you know what? They cut the clip there. I read the whole fucking excerpt. Shout out to Chaos X. I just now saw that, man. I'll read that in a second. I read the whole excerpt. Uh, and I know I understand the argument that this is abhorrent, but if you read the whole excerpt, he talks about what I was talking about earlier in the show, the roads falling down, the country being decrepit. He said, of course, I don't give a fuck about the Uyghurs because our shit is fucked. That's what he says in the whole clip. If you keep listening to it and this guy's just like, oh, oh, what did he say about the, what did he say about the Uyghurs? Oh, actually, he's based as fuck and he's exactly right is what I think. I mean, I don't know. Sorry. Uh, that clip went viral enough for the Golden State Warriors to even make out a press statement for it, though. Well, I know. Well, it wasn't. He shouldn't have said it from, like, a media standpoint. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> it's not usually good for the uh, basically the uh, one of the owners of the Warriors to be able to be accurately, accurately uh, surmised as saying, fuck the Uyghurs. Uh, that's not, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's not what you plan for as a PR specialty team, right? Like, that's a, that's an yeah. off-menu type selection. So, yeah, I agree with you there. Uh, but I also agree with his sentiment when you play the whole thing. I mean, I don't take joy in seeing the Uyghurs get slapped around or whatever, but also when I see it laid out, it's like, no, I don't give a fuck about the Uyghurs over the shit I was talking about earlier. No, I don't. You know what? But anyway, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, it was enough. It was enough for Daryl Morey to get like suspended when he pulled that shit. But then again, he it's said, true. what did he, he said? Support the Hong Kong protesters, I think. Well, yeah, he went the other way. See, this guy was basically pro China with what he said. He's like, nobody cares about the yogurt. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but thank you, Mac. Thank you for calling in. I'm going to run through some more of these. Yeah, you have a good one. Oh, do you have anything else? I don't want to cut you off. I don't know. Did you have like a finishing. Uh, Volley there? Did no, you... I would just, just I would just say enjoy Portugal. Oh, and, dude, and have you ever been? China is already in control. Have you ever been to Portugal? No, but it's on my list of countries. I if COVID doesn't ruin anything, I might be going to Italy this summer. Oh, uh, dude, see, I want to go to Italy, out. but I think you. I didn't actually check, but I don't. Do you have to have the vax? I don't know. I have to look. I know you don't have to to go to Portugal, uh, but. For Italy, Spain, you did because I looked at them. Or have the max. Oh, really? Oh, wow. I didn't yeah, know that. That was, last, that was last summer, though, before Omicron hit. See, if it was that, then I would still go. But I'm not taking the vax. And to go to Ibiza, you had to have the vaccine from what I read the other day. And I was like, nah. Because I looked at Ibiza, too, because I was trying to 
it's still a little chilly, actually, uh, in Portugal. So I'm going to bring my jacket. <laughs> so I was like, okay, maybe it's someplace a little sunnier. It doesn't have to be a dunk on oh, this clown. Uh, but then I was like, nah, I have to go to Portugal. Uh, but I did look into Ibiza. I didn't look into Italy. Uh, but anyway, thank you. Yeah, I appreciate you calling in, man. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Go to a game if you can. Their yes. atmosphere is way different. Oh, shit, dude. Man, we might go see a soccer. Man, fuck yeah. All right, thank you, man. Good Later. idea. <laughs> thank you. Good idea. Great idea. All right. L, go ahead. Are you there? Hey, you hear me? Yep, I can hear you. Go. Um, The dust up with Russia and uh, the Ukrainian border, what's Patrick's take on that? So obviously uh, Biden's going to be on the side of Ukraine. They want to build up Ukraine to uh, be able to hurt uh, Russia militarily. Ukraine is really not capable, even with a lot of U.S. support, of winning an outright war with Russia. Russia could potentially kick the U.S.'s ass. Biden might actually intervene um, against Russia here. This is uh, this is really getting very close. It's getting down to the wire. And it's one of several potential wars that could break out right now. We mentioned China and Taiwan, um, obviously Iran against Israel. Israel's in conflict with Lebanon. Israel's in conflict with the Palestinians always. Israel's at war with Syria. So there's a ton of war going on. But this Russia-Ukraine situation could potentially come very, very close because the obviously you know biden has alzheimer's or dementia or whatever it is um, but his handlers want to go straight at putin they hate putin because he has oil they call him an anti-semite whatever there's a whole history there but the u.s regime the gae the gay the globalist american empire they want to take out Putin and they um, they've been building up Ukraine for a long time. They even impeached Trump for even daring to suggest that uh, we shouldn't be giving a ton of money to Ukraine to try to start a war with Russia. So that's a real hot situation. Hmm. I was just wondering. Uh, you said that there was a potential for Russia defeating America in that like skirmish, or you just like outright? What do you, what do you mean on that? If Biden sends in troops or if Biden sends in aircraft or if Biden actually gets into a hot war scenario with Russia, I think Russia could defensively, I think they have a lot of tricks up their sleeves to really embarrass Biden. I mean, I just don't see any way that the U.S. could um, do something that would involve, you know, invading Russia or even winning for Ukraine, because I think I think Putin's been preparing for this for a long time, is my sense, uh, to try to embarrass Sleepy Joe and uh, really embarrass America on the world stage. So we, what you're saying is we would have to attack them because they have tricks up their sleeves or whatever defensively for them yeah. to win. Yeah, and if we attacked Russia, obviously, then you're talking about World War III scenario. Um, and Putin is prepared to fight. I mean, Putin doesn't seem to respect Biden. He is uh, He's just not backing off his positions. You look at Syria, Putin's not backing off his uh, oil positions. So, I mean, you have American troops and Russian troops in the Middle East just staring straight at each other right now. It's the closest it's been since the Cold War. Um, and Russia is now preparing to, to move nuclear weapons closer to the United States. Where? Um, here, I'll find the headline. Right, uh, what else you got? Wait. Yeah? No, go ahead. What else you got? He's looking up the article. What else you want to say? Oh, I was going to say uh, 30 million extra mills in uh, China that uh, imbalance. Um, 
somehow, some way, there's possibility of, I guess, uh, I don't know, gay ops with them and making their uh, economy. Chinese uh, gay op, we're living through one right now. Yeah, possibly. You think? Um, yeah, I mean, I think that the um, the military industrial complex. So there's this New York Times article talking about how Russia is going to move their nuclear weapons. Obviously, New York Times is a warmongering source. So, um, you know, I'll look more into that. But yeah, there's there's the point is there's a lot of um, there's a lot of boasting going on back and forth between Russia and America, and it's getting pretty aggressive. And when I say America, I'm talking about the Sleepy Joe regime. So I think there's a lot of hunger to get a war going with Russia. Um, that was my sense when I lived in Washington. Washington, D.C., they were just constantly just hated Putin. They hated Putin in Washington, D.C. So, Well, if given the chance, do you think Ukraine would take that NATO membership? Um, yeah, I know that they want it. I, I do know that they want it. And basically all Trump said was, you know, we're not automatically going to hand you all this money if it's going to result in a war with Russia. Um, and that was what the co- conversation that Trump was having with the Ukrainian president was. And then they impeached him, trying to say he was shaking them down for info on Biden. When, as we know, he was actually investigating something that is very true that we all know now, which is the fact that uh, Sleepy Joe is being blackmailed. He's being blackmailed all over the world. And I'm going to prove he's being blackmailed by the Mossad in addition to China. Mm. Thank you, sir. I appreciate you calling in. Have a good one. You too. All right. Butters, go ahead. Hey, hey, Ralph. Uh, happy, um, happy uh, almost Robert E. Lee Day. Thank you, sir. Happy almost Robert E. Lee Day. I appreciate that. Shout out to the general himself. Yes. As his, as he waits dormant, sadly, in some pent-up penitentiary with his statue and his pedestal, sadly gone. From- so they can melt it down and make a fucking... God knows what they're going to fucking make, honestly. I don't know. Some George Floyd statue, probably, if it goes. <laughs> well, when Biden was correct in saying the figure has... He was more important than MLK at this point. He's not exactly wrong. I mean... What are the chances maybe they'll release all the files the FBI had on him so they could maybe, like, meet to him out so now they could make Floyd the symbol of the counterfeit America that's existed since, well, since the 1960s? Yeah. Uh, what do you think about MLK, Hallie, by the way? He brought up, brought up MLK Day, and it was uh, yesterday. What do you think of Martin Luther King Jr.? Um, I think that, you know, he's not quite as important as George Floyd. I mean, I think it's disrespectful to George Floyd to even celebrate any other black trailblazers. Um, You know, even acknowledge any other black people other than George Floyd now. Yeah. Well, Martin Luther King's legacy now is that his name is on every single avenue and boulevard that cars avoid. His name is on every postal service that doesn't deliver the mail on every postal office that doesn't deliver the mail on time. His name is on like a lot of institutions in our society that do not function. And I don't I don't think that's what he intended. But he became when I was a kid in public school, it was all about Martin Luther King. First of all, the CIA killed him. His own family says the CIA killed him. By the way, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. in private says the CIA killed his father, Bobby Kennedy. This Sirhan Sirhan. Oh, yeah, he was a Palestinian. Oh, those Palestinians might pop off right now. It was the deep state Mossad slash CIA, Um, but mostly CIA. uh, But Mossad CIA are so, you know, closely entwined. However, what, um, so the CIA killed Martin Luther King, and ever since then they have like done the satanic ritual of like holding him up as just like this really lame 
um, portrait of progressive America. Like all of their stupid progressive secular visions are just like, you know, projected onto this Martin Luther King mural that you have to genuflect and, in, 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 you know, in front of in, in public school. It's like a North Korean funeral every single goddamn Martin Luther King day at public school. So, um, you know, the guy, you know, he was a Christian. You can go look at his stuff. I'm not, uh, you know, you can, you can look at him and, and say, Hey, was he a communist agitator? Kind of. Um, but you know, was he also a Christian? I don't know if he really walked the walk, but he's, you know, he said he was a Christian, but this whole just worship of Martin Luther King is so cringe and, uh, I can't take it anymore. Yeah. And again, I saw Crowder was getting, you know, they were trying to kill him, I guess on Twitter. Cause he, cause he brought up some of the stuff. I mean, this stuff is in the, you know, some of his proclivities in the FBI fall. Uh, you know, now they were illegally spying on him, I guess, but, uh, that doesn't mean <laughs> shit didn't happen. My nuanced take is I've actually been suspicious that um, it really it's 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 not just him himself. You look at the inner circle around and you realize the civil rights movement was a top-down phenomenon pushed by the elite. That It starts with the New Deal because that's when we see the mechanisms for like social engineering and managerial revolution and the purpose ultimately was to not only usurp state and local control over both elections and stuff, but ultimately it created a second rival constitution that's basically been enforced ever since uh, all, you look at all the acts and all the stuff that's been decided. It's, you know, why are companies all woke? Civil rights law, liability, HR departments, hiring quotas, positive law discrimination. It's all because of this. A lot of our... You know, we feel this, you know, uh, there's a really good book on this, too, called Christopher Cotwell's Age of Entitlement. And it wasn't stopped either. I mean, Reagan expanded the civil rights stuff. Everyone has to kind of, you know, genuflect to this, this, you know, boomer truth regime of the civil of this era. Um, sorry, I get, I get a little autistic because I, I, I do research on these histories. It's it's kind of like an, a hobby of mine. That's a butter's hobby. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. You know what my hobby yeah. is? Listen to you here on the show. It's been a pleasure. How long have you been calling me? You've been calling in for a while. Gold star caller here, butters. We still haven't got to do a bonus episode. Uh, do you want to do one before you leave for Paul? Yeah, I was going to say, let's try to do one uh, before I go and we put it up on the podcast feed or something. Uh, now, I'm flying out Saturday, so uh, message me later on. Uh, maybe we'll try to set something up either. I mean, there's a few days. after One of these nights after the show. Uh, we'll record another one. Um, definitely will uh, this time. Well, I have a day off on Thursday, so That'll you want to do it Wednesday night? Yeah, that'd probably work great, actually. Uh, Wednesday night, we're going to have Adam Green tomorrow night, actually. Adam Green versus Classical Theist religion debate. Here we go again. Uh, tomorrow, <laughs> night <on> the, <laughs> tomorrow night. Yeah, on the that's, that's a perfect interval, you know. You get yeah. a bonus episode and a blood sports. Yep, that's exactly correct, sir. Yeah. You know, my generosity question, knows believe, no bounds, sir. Go ahead. What else? Final question. As, as you were saying, um, I believe I started calling in back in summer 2019, though I, I sort of became aware of the show all, you know, bouncing in and out. I mean, if, I mean, I kind of heard about you all back in the old days of this Twitter hashtag everyone now refers to as the 9-11 of the Internet but I, I sort of reappeared. It's like I was like, wait, wait, a, a whole title channel got banned, and their charity was refunded. Oh my gosh, I know these people. 
And it's just, I just remember, I just showed him the boulder stream. How can that not be disappointed? Then quartering wanted me to fight him earlier for charity. I was like, I'm not fighting for charity. I don't give a fuck about charity. The charity is me. You can do whatever you want with your portion. I don't give a fuck. The shit I make is going in my bank account. I don't give a fuck. Start yeah. a charity, then demand I got a the charity. when it yeah. all goes bad. This is the charity. Thank you, Butters. Appreciate you calling him. A... All right, no problem. I'll see you tomorrow night. I'll see you tomorrow night. All right, now, where's that video? I had it pulled up earlier. Uh, Crenshaw, this guy's a fucking... The most important thing here is that we have important hero archetypes that we look up to. Jesus is a hero archetype. Superman is a hero archetype. Real characters, too. too. I could name a thousand. Rosa Parks, Ronald Reagan, end quote. I can't wrap my head around this. Well, I'll help you. Put a period out for the word Jesus and don't question my faith. Wow. What? Now, wait, let's listen to this again. Hold on, because I wasn't listening close enough. The most important thing here is that we have important hero archetypes that we look up to. Jesus is a hero archetype. Superman is a hero archetype. Real characters, too. too. I could name a thousand. Rosa Parks, Ronald Reagan, Oh, so he's talking about Jesus as a character. She's quoting him. But, but he loves Rosa Parks. She's real. She's real. Right, that's a real person. <laughs> that's the most contrived out of the bunch. Now listen, he acts all indignant. This is um, a tactic, obviously. I can't wrap my head around this. Well, I'll help you. Put a period out of the word Jesus and don't question my faith. Wow. Oh. You moron. Well, he's getting heckled here a little bit. That's just what you said, bozo. What about yeah. this? Zioclops. Yeah, that was uh that was a shameful. Well, here goes the quote. So that's important. That's the important thing is here is that we have societal hero archetypes that we look up to. Jesus is a is a hero archetype. Superman is a hero archetype. He compares Jesus to Superman? Real characters, too. You know, I put... I, Wait, now he's literally saying Jesus is fake. I mean, like, it's not even a... So that's important. Like, I mean, that's the important thing. Also, is, is he on opiates or something? You hear he's, like, grinding his jaw and shit? Like, he's fucked up on something, isn't he, Patrick? Like, can you tell that? Like, I think he's, like... I think he's on something, honestly, in this interview. Look at maybe, adrena, maybe adrenochrome. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. So that's important. I mean, that's the important thing is he's grinding his jaw, dude. Seriously. Hold on. All right, let's hear it again. So that's important. I mean, that's the important thing is here is that we have societal hero archetypes that we look up to. Jesus is a is a hero archetype. Superman is a hero archetype. Real characters too, you know. I put, I, I, and I could, we could name a thousand, you know. Rosa Parks, Ronald yeah, Reagan, you know, all of these right people now, embody certain attributes that the American people think tell, this man. is good. I don't say I can tell, but I can tell. Yeah, he's zonked. He's completely zonked. <laughs> like, cause there's no reason. Why is Adrena, he saying adrenochrome withdrawal? <laughs> man, he ran out of pasta. Why is he saying? Like, I don't even understand, man. Like, he's basically what is the motive? What? Who does he think he is? Is he like? Some philosopher, like he's a congressman, dude. What are you doing? You're you're basically uh, saying Jesus is fake, comparing him to Superman, and like that doesn't seem like that'd be too popular down in Texas. 
Mr. Holly, what are you? I don't know. Where do, where's Chris? What's Crenshaw doing here? Is this gonna? Can we? It does not, get him it out does of not seem like that would be too popular. But I'm glad that people are finally making this distinction between the Judeo and the Christian uh, part of Judeo-Christian, which, like all hyphenated names, is really cringe. Um, like all, like all hyphenated things. Sure. Chaos X, oh, with the shackle flip. Thank you, man. I was going, okay, cool. I didn't miss a message. I had oh, fucking guy. Oh, wait, that's the clip from earlier from uh, Casino, uh, from the Tequila Sunrise. All right, also, let's see here. Uh, okay, let me turn this back on, the power chat. Uh, let's see. There we go. Neon Nicker sent $3. Is Joe even lucid enough to recognize the threat of blackmail? Who do you think is the real acting president behind Bumbling Brandon? What do you think? Um, I think Susan Rice um, is responsible for a lot of the policies, but she consults with George Soros. She consults with Jen Psaki. Um, there's just like this little council of them. Um, Pelosi's in on it. Pelosi's husband. Um, I don't think Kamala Harris and her husband are really all that involved with it. Um, but Bernard Schwartz, who's a longtime uh, Biden guy, he's in there, um, and obviously APAC, and it's just a little cabal of them. But I think Susan Rice is really kind of Obama's point person on policy in terms of how this whole Great Reset's going down, um, and various just apparatchiks for Klaus Schwab, for Bill Gates, for the medical lobbyists. It's just a big swamp. But I think Susan Rice is kind of managing it, and Jen Psaki. I mean, her frazzled little, I haven't had my Starbucks yet energy. I mean, it's just these women, these like very incompetent women who are running this for the, the whole Sleepy Joe regime while he craps himself and uh, eats ice cream as Alzheimer's treatment. <laughs> no, Valerie Jarrett. Valerie Jarrett's still involved. Hillary Clinton and the Clintons are still. What involved. do you think about Hillary? That that's been getting a little buzz lately. She gonna she gonna make a play? Like <laughs> she needs a whole lot of adrenochrome to keep her parts intact. Yeah. I mean, she talk about sagging. By the time we get to the next presidential election, her she will be sagging like her poll numbers. But you know, it just depends how many adrenal glands of small children she can consume uh, in the basement of Comet Ping Pong while she uh, tortures children. It, it depends how many child's uh, faces she can carve and put over her own face. Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. of course. Lol. Yeah. Uh, now. <laughs> You know, um, I'll say, you know, she's just as hungry for the White House as she ever has been. She's uh, just as hungry for the White House as she is for babies. Yeah, she will scarf that down just like a small child. Yeah. Uh, for sure. Ninja Turtles, you know how they used to eat the pizzas? They used to scarf, they used to scarf those down. That's how That's how she does it. A little hot sauce, of course, uh, which she carries in her purse. Uh, completely normal thing to do. Uh, kind of got it from the black community there. Uh, by the way, I've never seen anybody carry whatever. I won't get on that. It takes a village to cover up her sex crimes against children. <laughs> uh, what do you think about Ghislaine Maxwell? Do you think uh, we should let her go, or does she know? <laughs> <laughs> no, we need to. We need to apply maximum pressure right now. So the they're they're going to be able to get the names of these John Doe's. Um, my my belief, and it's been my belief ever since um, probably uh, seven, eight years now, is that Bill Clinton obviously is one of the John Doe's. We already have Ghislaine Maxwell on record admitting that she has tapes of Bill Clinton, incriminating tapes of Bill Clinton. So um, the Mossad runs these operations. The Mossad blackmails politicians. I want to know 
every single person. I want to know who the John Roberts is on the Epstein flight logs. Is it the Supreme Court justice? The Fox News guy says it's not him. So we need to uh, know this stuff. Um, and so this has all been very managed so far, this whole trial, which I've been following. Um, she is guilty. They are applying pressure on her. And now through this civil suit, so this isn't the criminal stuff, but through the um, Virginia Gaiafri civil suit, we're going to be able to get the names of these John Doe's. So, um, you know, hopefully this should really um, show people once and for all that the Mossad is engaged in blackmail politicians with American politicians and they rape little kids. And it all goes to their satanic little kid raping Aleister Crowley, dark arts, dark magic, bullshit ideology of life that um, is rooted in Luciferianism, rooted in Zionism, rooted in just um, the occult, rooted in the, the dark arts and, and the black magic. Allegedly. 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 All right, now, uh, let's see here. Uh, I did see we got Dollar Sign Sunset Squad. Of course, the tickets. Patrick Howley added to the card. What? Dallas, Texas, April 2nd? We might all have to follow up in WrestleMania, too, the next night. I don't know. Everything's going to be going down in Dallas this weekend. You have to, not this coming weekend, the April 2nd weekend, you have to be in Dallas. Killstream.live slash bowl. Get your tickets. Many people already have. More people get added. The ticket's going to go quicker. I'm telling you now, you'll wish you got in and got your tickets early. I know it's my natural job, of course, to try to get them sold as quickly as possible, but I'm being real. Shit, start. More people get added. Shit, you know, they're going to go a lot quicker. Uh, so if you know you're going to be there, I'll say that. I think that's good advice. If you know you're going to be there, you know you want to go already, go ahead and get your tickets. Uh, because they could become scarce. And we still have a lot of time. I mean, I ain't going to lie. Still like 73, 74 days, something like that. But uh, if you know you're going to go, go ahead and snatch those bad boys up. Uh, they're up over, over on the website, killstream.live slash bowl. All right, now let's see. Do we have more? There we go. Neon Nick has sent $3 of all the scumbag golems and traitors in our government. I hate this fucking Zionist Cyclops the most. Dude, he really is a piece of garbage, isn't he? Like, I don't... I don't get it. All right, now there was another one. Hold on. Uh... I think, okay, yeah, I don't think we got this one. Joey Jojo sent $5 Discord fucks with me every time. My question for Patrick is if he was following Ukraine and Russia. First Jewish president of Ukraine and TV actor, total puppet. Is this a showdown between Russia and Globo Homo? And who will come out on top? What do you think? Yeah, I've never thought that Ukraine is at all strong enough to be propped up to be a puppet to actually have a war against Russia. The GAE, the gay American, uh, globalist American empire, the gay, as uh, some people in the distant right call it, um, referring, of course, to the sleepy Joe regime and um, what you refer to as Globo Homo. They want to take out Russia. They were they thought they could do it with this Navalny guy who was, um, you know, one of their little Ivy League plants. One, you know, and then it turns out he was one of his guys was meeting with MI sex so it was a total western intel op you know putin just basically threw him in jail so they weren't able to bring putin down from within his own country um they didn't even come close and so now it's like well they want to have some kind of a war and can they are they really going to have the balls to use the u.s military against putin potentially on his own soil i mean that's the kind of what we're, we're looking at here because this national security apparatus is so divorced from reality. They're just fighting their own wars. They don't give a crap what happens to us here in America. They're flooding us with third world migration. They're destroying us. The The currency is inflated. So 
well, the currency is deflated as a result of inflation. So they're really um, just trying to kick us. And they're in a whole different world when it comes to their own objectives. So they they really might go too far and have a real war with Russia, um, in which case we would have to look at what side China comes down on and where does Iran fall, where does Saudi Arabia fall. This really could spark World War Three. Thank you. Okay, now let's see. There's another. I thought there was a caller for some reason, but it was the robot. I was about to thank the robot for asking their question. Uh, but, I mean, you know, I should. Go ahead. South African Sudan sent $3. Ethan, I think you may have interviewed the SA Civil Defense folks at Roche, one point. Yeah. I can't even find their website. Damn it, Time they email me. follow up, please. Man, I hope they fuck. are okay. You know what? I'm going to write this down. God bless. I was supposed to follow up with them. And Vince, man, Vince James is listening. Man, I'm sorry. Uh, I've just had a crazy week. i got to send him some uh, copies of some stuff. Vince James and South Africa. Uh, but, yeah, um, that was one of my – I like one of my favorite shows, actually, last year uh, that we did uh, with their rep. Uh, Simon Roche, I think is his name, right? Um, but, uh, yeah, he was, a, he was a really cool dude. Uh, and we did that during the middle of the day, too. Uh, so <laughs> – Sudalanders. Uh yeah, Simon Roche. Uh yeah, I like that interview a lot. All right, now let's see here. Uh okay, this Winston Fujimori sent five dollars twenty one to four KD. This TV is literally the best. Question for you and Patrick Howley, do you guys wanna join my Halo clan? What about my Hell Let Loose Battalion? Hashtag GamerGate2. <laughs> well, I haven't played the uh, the new Halo, actually. Um, but if I do play it and get it, I would, I would join your clan. Top right, Zoomer sent $3. I hate conservatives. They won't save the white race. They won't even try. They don't want to. Because they're anti-white. No good. No good. What do you say? You talk about this a lot uh, over on Twitter, uh, anti-white. Actually, you're one of the first, and you're a guy with you know, like credibility uh, and legendary scoops and stuff that I talked about earlier. Uh, but you're one of the only fucking legends who will even talk about the shit, honestly, uh, and who and who does talk about it and still gets you know gets his message out there and doesn't get blackballed from everything ever. Uh, and you have to be crafty, right? You have to be tenacious for that to happen. Uh, so, what made you finally, you know? Or what made you go that way? I don't say finally, but what what made you? Because uh, well, I, I wasn't I like that either I've, for years. Yeah, well, I've known for a long time that obviously demographic replacement is happening. And obviously, you know, a lot of people are going along with it. But um, I think more people are realizing now that they don't have to go along with it. And, um, you know, um, for me, this has been like probably 10, 12 years now of, um, of, of stuff that I've, I've been doing. I mean, I was the first one who reported that uh, Hunter Biden had an Ashley Madison profile, and that's what got his wife to divorce him, and that's what led to his whole downslide. I was following him all through his downslide, so I was figuring out all the people who were blackmailing him. Um, and so, you know, all that information we were trying to get out in 2020 about Hunter Biden. So, I mean, for a decade or more, I've been working on this kind of stuff, and I want it to come to a point where the entire world knows 
knows all of the information that I know. And I want it to come to a point where finally the world comes together and acts upon this information to overthrow the globalist regime. I believe that it can be done peacefully. Um, and that's what I'm going to say at this time. Um, but, you know, we need to remove the globalist regime from power and we need to free humanity before more of these kids die from getting these needle injections. Uh, we just can't stand by while these kids are being violated and raped and genocided right in front of us. All right, now let's see here. I think, I don't know if that'll play automatically or on this one. Kiosquin sent $3. Patrick, how do we go about rooting out these, these astroturfed rhino fucks? What so history I made a big, do these big fucks list. typically have? In yeah, I made a big, big list of uh, influencers and pundits and politicians, and uh, we can—I mean, we could start going through this list. But I'm going to start um, exposing these people on one of my uh, sites that I work for, Big League Politics, and just go through each and every one of them and talk about how they're subverting. Most of them started around 2017. Um, you'll see people like um, Will Chamberlain, who sort of became a name after Trump got in, um, and and some of these people. So we have a pretty good idea of who they are. I mean, if, if you're looking at the list of people who have actually flipped from conservative media to the left, like Jen Rubin, Anna Navarro, S.E. Cup, uh, the list goes on and on and on. Um, even just publishing that list, I think I'm going to do that tomorrow, gives you a good idea of how the Daily Caller and Fox News and these sorts of things really just train <laughs> leftist operators, really train communist propagandists. So once you just start going straight at their conservative infrastructure, calling out how the CEO of PragerU is some chick from Israeli intelligence, calling out how all of these um, conservative operations are just Israeli propaganda, how they've turned this into a, a PR lobbying shop for Israel. So we just go straight at them and just constantly, constantly chip away at them. This is a war of attrition, but it's a war that's going really, really fast because they're making big moves. So our war of attrition, which is our strategy, it needs to accelerate, and we need all hands on deck. We need all of our people just absolutely going after conservative Nick night and day. And I know that on Gab we have a great platform to do it. Agree 100%. Uh, and the the power is actually – uh, with like if you go to some of these events, like I did, stop the steal a lot of these places. Um, yeah. actually, the rank and file voter is way closer to us, yeah. uh, than they are these fucking stiff shills yeah. up in D.C. To a scary degree for these motherfuckers. You know what I mean? Like that's why they're scared about some things that happened last year, uh, because. There's no love for these motherfuckers at all out in the country among anybody, really. Like, uh, even, you know, unless, you know, there are, I guess, a certain demographic who, you know, maybe has some type of, uh, you know, love for them, but not many people. Let's just put it that way. I don't, I don't want to be overstated. I guess there are some, but there's a lot of fucking just loathing of these people who control yeah. us. Uh, yeah, yeah it's, palp sure. it's palpable, right? Yeah. Uh, and I, you can see it. Anyway, what do you think about that? Yes, I think that I, we want uh, to loathe them even more. We want to yeah. get more people loathing them, and we want to increase the level at which these people are loathed uh, very quickly. <laughs> I like the way you put that. That was <laughs> that was quite succinct there. Now, what do you, uh, you know, I'm not going to keep you all night. We had you for a couple hours almost already. Uh, but what if, if you look onto the, uh, onto the horizon here, uh, towards the horizon, I guess you should say, uh, I should say, uh, later on this year, 
<coughs> excuse me, there's elections, uh, other big stories. Uh, what do you think, uh, what should we keep our eyes out for as we move forward into the elections? And again, I don't know, you could, you could talk about those some, if you, where you think they're going to go uh, if you want. But uh, what should we keep our eyes on story-wise? Well, America First is putting up a ton of primary challengers more than ever before against the Republican establishment. Um, these are candidates who, even if you're jaded with politics, and even and even if and especially if you're jaded with the GOP, these are candidates that you should support. And I know that there's a lot of people who are disengaged and whatever. I'm not going to beg you to support these people. However, we are underfunded. Obviously, we are uh, outnumbered in terms of. Um, um, of the people within the establishment um, and the conservative media and the Republican media and all that. So we need to be chaos agents. We need to make sure that there's a maximum amount of chaos in as many of these races as possible, dropping oppo, dropping our files on all of these different Republican establishment candidates to just kind of ping pong them off each other and get this one to announce that one and uh you're, you'll see i mean this is this is sort of like a little picasso work that some of my friends and i have been working on for a while so um you know after 10 12 years in politics basically i'm at the point where it's like let's see uh let's like do the last scene in animal house where like the whole parade goes off the- <laughs> let's do that one and so that's sort of what we're working on i'm i'm, I'm looking forward to it i'm not quite sure what it's going to be yet but it's it's going to be fun well, thank you, sir, for coming tonight. We're going to have you again. Hope, please do make it out to Dallas, dude. Like, this is going to yes. be the kill stream event that I've always wanted to put on. I mean, I didn't expect it to be, it would be in a bowling alley. But actually, I think that's only going to add to it, I, you know, with all the bowling action. There's going to be a bar. There's going to be drinks. There's going to be fucking, you know, TVs wired for sound. We're going to try to put on a debate. We're definitely going to put on a show. Uh, so I'm looking forward to it. Uh, and I look forward to having you on tonight. And I was not disappointed, sir. Tell people where they can find you on the social media sounds great man gab.com uh go ahead and follow me at gab gab.com slash patrick reports uh, and if you're following me there you can find me everywhere else so i uh, gotta stand with our boy andrew torba stand with gab stand with the america first movement this is our moment this is our time um you know this is our age if it's you know um, it's up to us now. And so as uh, people like me who have been around and who have seen who the players are and have some inside intel, you know, uh, we just, you know, people like me need as much help as possible from all of us in order to uh, to win and to cause maximum chaos. So I'm really happy about it. And thanks, Ralph, for everything. God bless you. God bless you as well. Thank you, sir. My regards to Pitt and my regards to Pants too. Thank you, man. Appreciate that. Uh, and thank you so much. We'll talk to you again soon. There we go. Patrick Holly. Great guy. Uh, it was great to have him back on. Just always, just he's just out there, just fucking killing it. So now we talked about. Uh, we did our we did our show. I guess I'll just go now. <laughs> we did our show. I guess I'll just go now, ladies and gentlemen. Now wait a minute. Now wait, just one dirty. Motherfucking minute. Wait one minute, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, I feel like I need I feel like I need an intro song to this. That's what I feel like I need. What could it I don't even know what it should be though. I can only think final countdown, but I used that the other day. I don't even know. What should I hit him with? What is Chad thinking? 
Oh boy. I'm looking through the list. I'm laughing to myself. What what is chat suggesting? Hold on, let me look at chat. What do we got here? Base Chinaman? Let's see. Rest of the super chat. Damn, did we miss some of them? I'm sorry. Well, he had been there a couple hours, so. I'm sorry if I missed some of your questions. I thought I got most of them, though, but we'll see. Damn, did my picture? That was the wrong thing to turn on. That was my fucking... That's when we were doing courtroom coverage. All right, there we go. Keep your rifle by your sod. Actually, I might play that. That's not a bad suggestion. I think I will do that. And when I come back from this, let me get a little water. When I come back from this, I want to talk about the quartering and his unprovoked, his unprovoked attack on your host, the Killstream host, me. I'm going to talk about that. I just think we need some tunes first, just to delineate it. Top right Zoomer sent $3. Dan Crenshaw is a worthless blasphemy. Not remotely conservative. He'll never dupe me again. No Israel firsters. Tony Castle sent $3. Never forget what these greasy hand-rubbing flat-nosed watermelon merchants did you our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Do they really sell watermelons? Alright, I've not heard that before. Alright. <laughs> Hold on, now what? I lost my composure once I heard that news. Children in their sights, but if they don't. 
This motherfucker just wait. By the way, I saw a couple people holding me. Where's the amateur? Talking about... Yeah, now, the Super Chats, the text-to-speech, the thing about that is, if you want to make sure it gets read, honestly, I would say send it on Odyssey um, or Entropy, maybe even Odyssey over that, um, because... um, Yeah, I mean, I completely understand. I mean, look, it's kind of like a... Um, a thing for me too. I try to do the best I can with it. Uh, and when we get to talking and then it's like, okay, he's been here a couple hours. I turn it back on, start one's play. And then I try to go back and start it. Like it's not, it's literally not a planned affair. Uh, if your super chat doesn't get played or something like that, obviously somebody like Godzilla supported the show for, for years. Uh, I would not skip your super chats uh, on purpose, but I'm, I'm just telling you that's the, how it works with the TTS system. Um, so again, I, I'll try to be more diligent about making sure I get them all. Um, but to be honest, sometimes it gets hard to make sure they get all in. It's not a conspiracy. I know, um, I would, I would feel that way too. Right. So I completely understand, but I I hope you understand that that's not, uh, not something that I'm doing on purpose. Uh, it's when you restart it back and then I'm going through and trying to make sure I didn't miss any too. So it's literally not that matter of fact, I'll play these now. Um, that's another thing. I don't know which ones it doesn't. I don't know. I'm not blaming the system, uh, but it's just a little bit of a, it's kind of quirky. So, um, all right. Now let me see. I'll make sure. Let me go through and try to make sure I got them in. See, <laughs> you're right. I mean, I didn't all go through. Corbin sent $20. The American story is one of true exceptionalism. It's built on the greatest ideas in history. This victory tonight, it's about you. It's about defining those. Sorry, folks. I'll be right back. You'll never believe this. Little Crenshaw with his little patch acting tough up there all waddling around talking about how tough he is all day. I look at people like Thank you, Tom Crenshaw, Zimmer. this and everybody else garbage, too. and he makes me want to throw up. This tough guy with his eye patch and all the rest of it. And then he sits there and he sits in Congress and he's not dead. Crenshaw. You are a loser. You True. are a disgrace to America. <laughs> That's what I heard too. So I heard his wife was barren. My title's wrong, dude. No need to hit up Matt from Tinder. 
His title. My nigga Ralph got this. Man, I got this. Pantsu gave me the pan- I got the Pantsu pass now. So let's go. The Pantsu pass is in order. Bring his wife. I'll bend her over this desk right here and inseminate her live on the kill stream. I mean, what could be better? We've done almost everything else. I'll bend the bitch over right, right on this desk. You know, we talked about some of my tactics earlier. Uh, <laughs> and uh, so, you know, he can't get the job done. He needs a heavy hitter uh, to come in closer. You know, it's kind of, uh, you know, he couldn't, couldn't complete the deal. Uh, you know, I'll spread her open right here on this fucking desk. Live on the show. Why not? Uh, you know, that's what he wants. It seems like that's what he wants. Like, I I don't even know what this guy's problem is. I do, actually. I, I, I've i tweeted at him a couple times, picking at him because he's a loser. Uh, and he's just like the biggest shill that ever existed. He used to swing for my nuts every single night. He used to come in here and throw money around. Because, you know, we were on YouTube. We were banging. And, like, we were the top late night show on YouTube. He was trying to ingratiate himself. He's done this with many shows, by the way. He's the biggest, like, fucking leech shill. Just, like, negative energy void piece of fucking garbage that exists on the Internet. By the way, nobody is more devoid of creativity, of charisma, anything worthwhile, and still has a fucking massive presence than the courting. He's literally the most worthless motherfucker that's still a name and still around. Like, he's just boring as fuck. He cranks out six videos with, like, it's it's all mainstream fucking schlock with just, like, a little fucking edge on it. It's garbage. It tests nothing. It does nothing. He's a fucking shill for the system, period. Shinchan 256B sent $5. What are you and Dick going to get up to in Portugal? <laughs> no telling. I know you're doing it to rip on Andy, but Portugal actually sounds like a dope place. Portugal's gonna be fun. Cool shit out there. Go see a soccer match. Yeah. Portugal's gonna be fun, dude. Like... We're doing it to shit on Andy, obviously. Uh, and I love the dicks coming, too, because Andy's such a fucking loser. He has such an inferiority complex when it comes to Dick Masterson. So it's going to be great uh, to just go there and dunk all over this uh, That was another thing. So, okay, I'll tell you what happened, basically. I didn't start this. I didn't start this. I just want to be clear. The quartering, I was driving around town, and the quartering, I said I was going to Portugal. Me and Dick are going to Portugal. It's set. We got the tickets, tickets booked. And so then the quartering said, well, what about this fundraiser you have for to see your kid? Da, da, da. Well, okay, well, if you read the fundraiser, fucking big dyke looking at, fucking, if you read the fundraiser, you would see that I said, uh, I'm not doing the fundraiser because I need this money. I raised $650. I paid $2,600 first payment to my lawyer the other day. I have to pay another 1500 by the end of the month, I have to pay over $4,000 in lawyer fees this month uh, after having already spent uh, an extra grand or two on my lawyer uh, for another matter here uh, in Richmond. So you talk about lawyer fees, <laughs> that didn't even begin to cover what I'm doing with my lawyer. Uh, I literally had $4,000 in lawyer fees just on, on this California matter this month so and i said that in the in the appeal uh and the only reason i put it up is because some people said we don't want to give you a regular super chat we want something that's because we support you in this but you know we want something that's just like clearly marked for going for attorneys and etc so that's why i started it not because uh i'm poor and like have to have that money i just paid like i said 
2,600, another 1,500 is coming. Like, that doesn't even begin to cover it. Uh, so I don't care. Like, it doesn't uh, it doesn't bother me when somebody, I mean, he's just lying. Like, he's just sitting there lying about it. Like, oh, what, you're going to Portugal? I didn't say anything to the guy. He was already, now come to find out. Hold on, let's find this. So I went back looking through Twitter, and I was like, man, I wonder what, like, what was going on. He was tweeting at Dick Masterson. Before this, I think, hold on, wait, when was his first tweet? He's obviously drunk as a skunk. There's no other reason for him to be acting like this. So 540 is when he tweeted at Dick. All right, now let me see this. There's no other reason, really. And then people were like, oh, you're talking about his wife? Oh, yeah, I don't give a fuck about his bitch-ass wife. Like, you're talking about my son dragging my fucking private life out into this? Fuck you, bitch. I'll say whatever the fuck I want about your wife. Like I said, I'll fuck her right here on this desk, you fucking impotent bitch. You think I give a fuck? You and your coward-ass fans? I don't give a fuck. I got here by not giving a fuck and saying and doing whatever the fuck I want, and there ain't a fucking thing you or any of these other bitch-ass motherfuckers can do about it. Period. Stay mad, bitch. That's what I say. So, yeah, it is 637. Okay. All right, so I have it now. Let me put this up. Now. Here we go. Okay. So <laughs> this is uh this is the provincial mind of courting. By the way, courting's a fucking loser. Imagine making all the money he does, doing all the shit he does, and he just hangs around shitty ass fucking what is it, Wisconsin all the time? Is that where he's from? It's Wisconsin, right? Just hangs around this fucking shithole all, all the time. Never goes anywhere. Just like a fucking loser. Just his mind is just like small. Like I don't know. Uh and it's not, you know, I like staying around home base too sometimes but it's like dude what the fuck why are you even doing this i keep thinking of the kanye line i said this earlier what do you think i got in this to push a fucking rav forward to like just fucking be a bitch and like no fuck that dude i'm going all over this motherfucker anyway he bought his wife a plane i guess she had to fly and get some some dick that worked i'm not sure uh where she's flying off to every night but anyway dick masterson is going with me to portugal said i just big <laughs> I just booked tickets to Lisbon for next week. That's Lisbon, Portugal, foreign country. Any dickheads in the area, hit me up. Very, you know, pretty uh, standard uh, type tweet. Now, quartering says this. He's obviously drunk off his ass. I think. I hope. Because then he says, I live five minutes away. Now, we all know that quartering does not live five minutes away from Lisbon, Portugal, right? And so Dick says, sorry, sorry, I should have specified. I'm going to Lisbon, Portugal, the 22nd through the 30th. Load up your best commander decks and come with. <laughs> he, By the way, he's drunk as fuck. Later on, he says he's, I think there's one where he says, yeah, he said, he said, let's do this. There's no way he's going. Let's do this. By the way, maybe he thought him and Dick were going to Portugal, and that's what it was going to be or something. I'm not sure what he thought because I, I go down the list, and this is quartering. He said, I could go for an intestinal worm. Let's do this is what he said. This was my trip. I This is my day to go to P Portugal. So I don't know if he, you know, thought this was going to be some epic whatever. Uh, but anyway, so then this comes out, which is what I was talking about. And I've talked about the, the Gibson go a bunch of times. I don't give a fuck. This shit 
I mean, when you're out front with everything, and you can read it on the page if you want. Uh, it's right there. I assume this is a meme. I assume this is a meme, sir. You're going to Portugal. Let's talk about womanly behavior, hand in somebody else's like pockets, like in somebody else's shit. Like, nah, bitch, I'm going to Portugal. Fucker. I'm going to have a great time. You're a bitch. You won't dare show up in Portugal because you're a coward. I bet you won't show up in fucking Lisbon this Saturday. You fucking motherfucker. You know where I'll be. They're talking all this shit. What do you think? They're like, fight. He's like, fight me later on. Hold on, I'll find that. It's time to fight him. Give it to charity. Bitch, I'm not giving shit to charity. First off, if we ever did fight, like, what are you, drunk? Like, well, uh, no, I have no, <laughs> fuck. I'll put it in my pocket. There he is. Okay, Ethan, boxing match. Since neither of us are going, one round, since neither of us are going further than that. Now, that actually made sense, that part of it. <laughs> that part made sense, the one round. <laughs> Where it's just one balls to the wall. It needs to be like three or four minutes, Apollonian though. Apollonian Whiskey sent $3. Are there any good casinos in Portugal? Also, do you play blackjack or three-card poker, etc. at tables? Might blackjack. be cool to play with a man himself in Vegas one day. I'm down. I play blackjack. Um, I play poker, too, uh, but I haven't played a lot of it at uh, the casinos. I played a lot of it online, though. Um... But, yeah, you know what? A one-round thing actually sounds kind of fucking fun because uh, you can train, too. And it's also, but it's like, okay, you know what? Anybody can go out there and fight one round, literally. Now, it might not be pretty. It might. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I, you know, I think the one-round part, actually, in his drunken stupor, that actually made the most sense. But what does he even fight me over? Okay, so I guess <laughs> I started talking about his wife being barren. And why is he even hate? Why is he bringing my kids on it? Your barren ass wife. Well, come to find out, I don't think his wife is barren. From what I've been told, from what I've been told, she has kids from before the quartering. Just none of them are his, is what I was told tonight on Twitter. Again, I can't confirm these reports because I never gave a fuck enough about the quartering to look into these things. He seems to know a lot about me. I know almost nothing about him other than he used to come on my show every once in a while. I definitely don't watch his trash, uh, and I definitely couldn't tell you anything about his personal life other than what I heard tonight, which is that his wife was already knocked up by another male, has other kids, and he can't knock her up. He is the one shooting blanks. This title is wrong. This title is wrong. Quartering is shooting blanks. <laughs> he can't get the job done, ladies and gentlemen. Let's change that here. We'll get the... That's why he's so testy about it. Not because he gives a shit about his wife. You think he cares about a woman? He's a world-famous misogynist. What the fuck? You think he gives a fuck about women? No. He can't get the job done, ladies and gentlemen. And he sees me, and I just effortlessly inseminate. Bitches just walk past me and get pregnant. Do you understand? They just get a whiff of the Ralph and Mel, and they're like, oh, shit, how did this happen? How did this happen? The quartering tries and tries and tries. Nothing, nothing, nothing. The whole fucking time. That's why. That's why he's so upset. And then, then it all made sense. It all, not up to par. Not up to par, as you say. I don't know what triggered this outburst. 
from Jeremy tonight. Uh, but I do know I have offered to inseminate his his wife live on the kill stream. So we'll see uh, if he takes me up on that. Uh, I'm not sure. Maybe that's a way of peace offering uh, to give. <laughs> He's already got kids, though. I mean, they're just not his. So I, from what I was told, I don't know. I don't. I don't know how it works uh, in the in the Hamley household. Um, but I thought that this was out of the kindness of my own heart, that this was kind of a generous offer. Um, so we'll see. We'll see if he takes me up on it. We'll see if we see him in Portugal this weekend. Somehow I don't think I'm going to see the in Portugal this weekend, but stranger things have happened, I guess. Um, but <laughs> this all literally, I think he's just mad that I was going to Portugal with Dick. Like, I, I don't even know why he... Like this, I did. I did tweet at him a couple times. We joked about him on the show, but like, it was nothing serious. It was certainly not bring up Ralph's kid type serious. Shinchan two five six be sent three dollars. We really need to figure out if that's correct. If so, then fence sitter cuckening is growing, but it needs to true. Who even does that? Is that not weird? Apollonian whiskey sent ten dollars. Yes, circa baby. Time you're in Vegas. I love the Cosmopolitan. Then circa, they have the greatest vibes. After you get back from Portugal, let us know. I'll meet up with you for future 100%. business stuff. Enjoy Portugal, Email brother. me, brother. The Ralph at the Ralph com. I will 100%. I'm probably going to be moving out to... It's either Vegas or Reno. I mean, really, I should move to Reno. For several reasons. Uh, it's closer to my son and all that. But uh, I like Vegas better. I, I mean, I haven't been to Reno yet, but I'm pretty sure I'm going to like Vegas better. But uh, anyway, I don't really know what triggered all this. Was he just mad that he didn't know that Lisbon meant Lisbon, Portugal, and not Lisbon, wherever the fuck he is? Where the fuck, where do you think that is? Lisbon, USA. I don't even know. Is that, is it in Wisconsin? Like, where the fuck, why would he think Dick? <laughs> Doesn't even make sense. Yeah, it literally is. Town of Lisbon, Wisconsin. Why the fuck, you dumb, there's 9,000 people in Lisbon, Wisconsin. Why the fuck would Dick be going to Lisbon, Wisconsin? Unless he was going like stranded or like kidnapped or something, I don't understand why. I live what he say ten minutes from there. Waukesha County, yeah, Dick's just going up to Lisbon, just making a little, little run up to Lisbon, Wisconsin, not Portugal. Given everything you know about Dick, you think he's going up to Lisbon, Wisconsin, or Lisbon, Portugal? I'm thinking probably Portugal. Most likely, that's going to be my first guess. Uh, but when, you know, you're a big brand uh, guy like cornering, I guess you think Wisconsin. He's a fucking retard, dude. I literally think it's just like his hurt ego. If he would have just asked me, I would have said, like, join us. Like, I, I would have been like Dick. I still might, but he needs to apologize to me, especially after my generous offer tonight of knocking up his wife. I feel like, you know what? Maybe he didn't have to apologize first. But after I put that on the table as like a peace offering, so to speak, just to show, just to show what a big heart I, what a big heart I have. So I think, uh, I think the ball's in his court. I'll await his apology. I think, I think he'll probably do the right thing. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. But Stop fucking with me, motherfucker. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, why are you even caring? Like, it doesn't... Karen as in caring. Like, I don't... And Karen. And, God damn it! And 
Karen. Like, what the fuck? You're like, I'm going to Portugal, and you're like, well, what about this $650 when I'm spending four grand this month on lawyers, you f- Acting like that's $650? Dude, I put that up because some people are like, I want to just donate straight to your legal. I'm like, okay. I'll earmark this money, and I did. I was like, okay, well, I'll set this aside just to go to legal. Although it, did, it doesn't matter that much because I've had to pay a shit ton already. Fucking shit. God, it's ridiculous. And I don't regret paying it either. Fuck that. I'm going to get my fucking parental rights. I don't give a shit what anybody says. Fuck all this demoral- demoralization bullshit. If you're going through the same thing, don't let them fucking get under your skin too much. Uh, you know, the, their whole tactics are, and I'm not commenting on anything specific, of course. Go ahead. Apollonian Whiskey sent $10. Cosmo is great for hip new vibes, but between you and me, and let's keep this secret, circa dealers have the assets I'm interested in. If you've been there, you know what I mean, brother. Ha! I know exactly what you mean, brother. I've been to the circa many times. Uh, the only thing about the circa, so the circa is Fremont Street, basically connected to it. I love it down there. We had a fucking blast uh, last time down at the circa area, but uh, it's so far away from the rest of the strip. So it's like a twenty, twenty-five minute ride out to that area. Uh, so if you go out there, probably just stay for a while. Um, but yeah, I mean. I want to. I'm probably gonna try to move to Vegas. We'll see, um, but I'm thinking. I don't know. We'll see. I might do one more year in Richmond. I haven't decided yet. That is on the table. I'm having my daughter. Well, I'm not having her. Uh, we're having our daughter uh, in April. Later in April. Uh, that's what they told us. Uh, and so, I don't know. I don't know if it'll be. It probably maybe might be easier to do another year here. I'm not sure though. I haven't really decided. I've thought about it. Like, okay, maybe it'd be easier to wait till she's a year old and get, like, some habits and rhythms and all that stuff down. I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I don't know what chat thinks about that. Is anybody in chat mood with, like, a really small child? Would you rather do it, like, then or when they're a little bit older? I would think... Maybe, you know, if I was being reasonable and just, like, letting that carry the day, I would think maybe older. But anyway, that's just another thing uh, that I have going on. But anyway, the quarter got into this, and, yeah, you know, I said some some shit, whatever. Uh, The point is, you brought my fucking family. Yeah, we talked shit about you a little bit, joked around and shit uh, about you finding Jack. You're the one who found Jack Murphy. Jack Mur- Jack Goldman, a.k.a. Jack Murphy's cuck porn and all this other shit. Yeah, I joked around about you finding it. Like, I see some people saying just move now. Move before the kids start school. I mean, you're the one that found that. We joked around about that. But, like, you're, bringing my, you're trying to bring my kid into it? The kid that I can't see right now on some bullshit? And you're trying to fucking bring that into... Okay, well, you know what? That's fine. You can do that. You know me. I don't... I didn't sit there and say, you didn't see me go, oh, no, he's saying that. Ugh. And even if I pointed out, I'd be like, all right, he's bringing my kid into it. Okay, that's good. I just want to know where we stand, motherfucker. That's all I need to know. Just tell me where we stand, how we're going to approach this. You won't go lower than me. I know that. I'm going to make goddamn sure you never do, motherfucker. That's not going to happen. And so, okay, you want to get on that? You want to square up like that? That's fine. It doesn't bother me. You sick Reddit on me? I don't give a shit. Those types hated me. They That's not my audience, fucker. I don't give a shit. Oh, they're appalled at what I said? Good. That's the fucking brand, you idiot. I'm glad they're appalled. If they weren't, I would... 
fuck off and die. Like, I'm just like, what? Good. Stay mad. Oh, but you have nothing to say about him fucking dragging my son into this shit. Oh, that's cool. Oh, that's cool to do. No, you know what? You took it there, motherfucker. Own it. And it is what it is. You know what? You know where I'll be. You know where I'll be this weekend. Fucking Lisbon, Portugal. Not Lisbon, whatever fucking bummer fuck town you're fucking from. You fuck. Not that fucking Lisbon. The goddamn capital of Portugal. One of the oldest cities in the fucking world. You fucking moron. Pick up a book instead of the latest fucking cape shit, you cocksucker. Maybe if you fucking went to a museum instead of a fucking movie theater. Maybe if you opened your fucking brain, you motherfucker. Goddamn piece of shit. Fucking motherfucker. You're halfway. I read, dude, just a mat. Dude, this guy. If you weren't playing Magic the Gathering, take those cards and shove them up your fucking ass. Fucking God. Lisbon, Wisconsin. Anyway, other than that, not much happened this evening. I just I can't get over this shit. Do you not know anything? What? Oh, I bet if it was talking about some Star Wars shit, you would have known exactly what the fuck they were talking about. One hundred percent. If it was the most Isley Cantina, whatever the fuck. Oh my god. Wally sent $3 when will they learn cutting a promo is Ralph in his element? Fuck cowards bringing family into it. You should have a dad gang dad's rights panel some night. I want to and I'm going to. I know I can to. certainly talk about yes. the year spent winning my own case. I want to and I'm going to. Thank you. Don't think I'm going to forget about that. I just don't. I don't know, man. It's just silly. It's just dude trying to score points. He knows a lot of people hate me. He's like, he's like okay, I'm going to jump in on this. And also, I just think it's like petty jealousy. Like, what the fuck? I was going to Portugal on some shit that has nothing to do with you. Why do you even... <laughs> what? You're mad? You're literally mad because you're a dumb fuck. And you don't know the difference between Lisbon, Wisconsin, and Lisbon, Portugal. And you actually thought for one second that Dick Masham would be caught dead there. Like, what the... <sighs> These people are, are beneath me, literally. Intellectually, in the sense of charisma putting on a show this guy is a bum an absolute fucking bum a man fading in the night sent three dollars congratulations again boss but i would do it before you have your daughter or wait till she is two or so yeah hashtag dad life i think that does ah. <laughs> Someone get the magicals. <laughs> no i'm good i'm good I just, man, it's like, what? I'm not even doing anything to this guy. Okay, yeah, we joked around about him a little bit. Was it that serious? Like, I was joking around about him finding the cuck porn. It did get a little traction on Twitter. Like, did he take that? I don't know, man. All I know is you're bringing my fucking kid into it that, you know, that I'm having to fucking go to battle to even see and haven't even got to see him, see him person yet. My firstborn son, and you think I'm going to give a fuck about your slut wife? Your dirty fucking whore of a wife? Fuck her. Oh, well, give her to me. I'll give her a go. Obviously, you can't. You can't get the job done. It's a joke, dude. Like, I don't give a fuck. Okay, you want to talk shit? You want to say shit? I don't give a fuck. Like, I don't get this. I, this has been a conundrum of mine 
since the Gamergate days, it's like, oh, okay, these people say all this vile shit, say all this stuff, and then I say some vile shit, some fucked up shit back. And it's like, oh, my God, Ralph, no, how could you say these things about these people? It's like, oh, well, they said this is, oh, well, you should be bigger than that. No, you know what? Put this dick in your mouth and fucking choke to death on it. That's how I feel. It's never going to change. That's how I got to the dance, and I'm not fucking changing. 256B sent $3. I don't understand why people get all upset whenever you go after people. It's the best entertainment. We don't fucking care. I didn't start it, though. It's the internet. Yeah. Let's fucking... Who cares? Yeah. And if he wants to come WWE on, bring him Ralph on. Like, I don't Ralph. give a fuck. I tried to get him on. He's such a bitch. A man fading in the night sent $3. Also, motherfuck the quartering. Somebody said caught dead in flower country. Huh, Ralph? Bitch, I'm from flower country. Fuck off. But, I mean, it doesn't make sense. Why would Dick be going there? Like, that doesn't even make any sense. Like, if you say Lisbon, you mean Portugal. Unless other Apollonian whiskey sent $3, sent you an email. Let me oh. know when you get back and let's talk Thank business you. in Vegas. Bro. I like that. Enjoy the beauty of Portugal and fine dining. Looking forward to the Texas Did you know that over 55% of Lisbon couples experience domestic violence compared to just 10% of heterosexual couples? Lisbon. Another danger Lisbon. of sinful alternative <laughs> lifestyles. Lisbon is in... Uh, yeah, I got you, Sam. I mean, the point is... I don't. I love my stay in flyover country, which was my whole, you know, childhood and everything else till I was like twenty. Um, I don't know if Memphis counts. Maybe the Memphis area does that count as flyover? I don't know. Whatever. What I'm saying is, if somebody says I'm going to be, hey, I'm going to be in Lisbon this weekend, <laughs> unless they live in Waukesha County, Wisconsin, <laughs> where Lisbon, Wisconsin is. You're going to say, oh, you're going to be, or even the state of Wisconsin, maybe. Or like, I don't know, 250, we'll say 250 mile radius. 500. How about a thousand mile radius? Dick still doesn't hit any of those, by the way. He's not even in any of those. But let's say a thousand mile radius. Okay, well, that didn't happen. So the guy's going to Portugal, right? I don't know. Anyway, fuck the quartering. Fuck his wife. Maybe the chat wants to go, too. I don't know. Let's see. Let me make sure. Did Gordzilla still not play? Like, I'm still sitting here waiting. That's another thing. Like, it's on, too, but it gets out of order. Uh, and see, then I have to go back. So, I do apologize, man. I didn't mean to miss your stuff. That's definitely not my intention. And I've gotten that message, too. It's just the... It's just how it works. Let's see. And then, I mean, it's my fault for messing them on the, like, the Rego, honestly. Let's see. Go ahead. Thanks, sir. A man fading in the night sent $3. My earlier power chat didn't go through. I had asked if you were off YouTube. Nah, man. We're on the backup channel, um, Chillstream Uncut. Um, if you search that, we still have a restream going. But uh, one of the replays of Pat Dixon's show got a strike on the other channel. So we're on one of the older channels. Uh, there's a few different ones. Uh, and the viewers are a little bit lower on there this week because people don't know about it. I mean, the alternative is to, or some people don't know about it. The alternative is to just not do one. But uh, let's see. Where are these? Oh, man, damn, I just skipped to the fucking all the way to the end. That's not cool. Uh, let's see. 
I swear. Oh, yeah, I see it now. Anonymous asking about the uh, YouTube channel. Merciful Max, see, man? Some of these got missed. Sorry about that. Oh, see, that didn't even start there. Shinchan 256B sent $3. Oh. Let chat have a go at her, too. Kill stream family stuff. <laughs> it ain't no fun if the homies can't have none. Merciful Max sent $5. I spoke with my buddy who golfs with Ron all the time, and he told me DeSantis filed papers to run for press. Really? He threw them to refile to run for governor again this year. He already raised $50 million. Sorry, guys. <laughs> That's what I think, D too. is staying in Florida. I think he's staying in Florida. Uh, I think it's more of like just a respect thing where he's like, yeah, you know what? I'm too big. I'm not bowing down to Donald Trump. Like, I'm like a fucking, I'm a king myself. And honestly, I think Trump's been disrespectful in that regard. So why would he? It's like, all right, I'll get around to it. Let him win the nomination. Let him do this, that. I don't have to fucking. He's talking shit. He's wolfing to me. I don't have to honor that. That's kind of what I see. I don't really think he's going to run against Trump. But that being said, he does check some of the boxes on the stuff I said. Go. 1984 sent $20. Keep stepping over these. Love your shit, man. Got sole custody of my son when the bitch went to jail. She had supervised visits. The shit can flip so fast. High stakes gaming for real. That's right. Uh, that's exactly right. Uh, and again, um, I titled the show earlier. I didn't really get around to explain it, but the long March uh, in a lot of different regards. But, um, you know, it's it's a, it's an ongoing thing. Uh, and even if you start in a position that's uh, not advantageous or disadvantageous, uh, but that's a word, right? Disadvantageous, not to your advantage. Um, it doesn't always have to remain that way, uh, and you know you'll be able to uh, rank up, basically level up, and then, like you said, you don't know what's going to happen. Uh, you know, sometimes people are. I mean, sometimes you're dealing with unstable people. Uh, not commenting on my own situation, of course. Uh, I wouldn't do. That. I wouldn't say that, but. Uh, some things, sometimes it's like the whatever. Uh, and so, yeah. Plus, it's like, you know what? I'm just not uh, going to let that happen be cut out of my, my my son's life. Now, even if it's even if it's a struggle, even if I don't get everything I want, I'm still going to fucking, I will take the scraps too because it's like, nah, you know what? Nah, not going to let you do that. that. That's my mindset, honestly, so. And I've been counseled both ways. I had a trusted counsel say, you know what? Just don't even pursue it because you're going to have to pay all this child support. You're going to be supervised visitation, XXX, which, you know, there's a chance that that'll happen, right? Uh, at least at the beginning. Um, but the alternative is to just write off your, your son for 18 years. Uh, and there's more to this backstory that I can't go into because legal issues, uh, why, why I especially, uh, might not want to do it, uh, in a situation like my own. Um, I don't find that acceptable. So that's my own personal decision though. I could see, I could see somebody taking the other decision too, but I just don't think, uh, if they knew that it was, you know, uh, a good situation, but, uh, no, I'm not going to do that. So. And again, this is shit courting. Like, what the fuck? Like, I don't even know. Like, this is all. I didn't even plan on talking. I think we talked a little bit maybe about this earlier and yesterday, but this wasn't really a subject for the show. 
And quartering just fucking, I don't know, drinks a, a half pint of vodka or some shit. Maybe more. Probably more. Uh, and starts popping off. But I think that's it. Like, I'm sitting here. How long have we been on? About two and a half hours. That's not too bad. Let me make sure I got all the uh, super chats in here. Tomorrow, Blood Sports are back. Also, I'm going to keep looking because I still haven't. Oh, wait. We saw Merciful Max's. Uh, oh, here we go. Oh, Ralph I did miss some. Shotgun sent $3. Would you rather buy Bitcoin or stack physical silver? If you had to pick just one. Bitcoin. That would be my pick. Bam Biggity Bam sent $10. Hey, big guy. You Thank you. The best program in all of entertainment. I appreciate so much the work you do. Hey, Killstream. I proposed to my girl. And oh. she said yes. Wow. Praise God. Love you, Migs. We're going to make so many white babies. So you know what they means. Uh-oh. All right, now let's see. See, I still don't see. Oh, man, you're right. I do see yours now, Cordzilla. See, and it was like right there. Mark Camp. By the way, Mark, thank you, man, too. There were a couple right there. You're right. Um, see, I, I'm kind of reliant sometimes uh, when I got too much shit going on, on it starting back in order. And sometimes it does. And then sometimes it doesn't. And it's like, ah, I missed that little thing. God, you know, I got so much good support uh, that if that's a good problem to have, but also it is something I need to stay more on. I might actually give Pansu, um, you know, the info so she can look at it downstairs too. That might be a good idea uh, so she can see that we don't miss any. Um, and then we do miss when we get them red, make sure they get red, because I know some other people said that too. Definitely not uh, my intention, so I want to be clear. I think... You know that, uh, but I can still understand frustration, too. Uh, now, here we go. Godzilla 37 sent $3. Can I get a capital S for our greatest ally? <laughs> See, that probably would have... Uh... That probably would have set him off, too. That would actually... We did talk a little bit about uh, our greatest ally anyway, but... Oh. I loved aesthetics sent $3 was not a meaning to offend. He looks like a peak time traveler blessing us with his presence from the 70s. Even has glowing halo so good, so good ancestors so good, brought. So good. Patrick is justice. So good, so good. Well, I'm looking at LBC. It was up a little bit earlier today. Down Ethereum down a little bit again today. It was back up. It went up to like almost 3400 again. Now it's back at 3100 Yes, I've been monitoring Ethereum. I probably should have sold my shit, but now I'm like, okay, I'm I'm kind of thinking about just going along with it, but we'll see. We'll see. I haven't decided yet. All right, now. Oh, there we go. Mark Comp sent $3, so you're saying Chinamen are really just Jews with squinty eyes? <laughs> Makes sense. I mean... Yeah. What's it? Bio library. The bear market is here, so hold. Yeah, that's what I think, too. 
And I got it when it was like 3900 or some shit, or right below, or maybe like right below 4000 And so it's like, all right, I lost a little bit. So it's like, I can cash out. I don't know. If it goes below 2500 like right around there, I'll probably sell out. Honestly, I'm just feel like, oh, I'm done. Uh, but I am like... I'm 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 kind of got a little bit of uh, steel in my spine here, so we'll see a little, a little because if it goes below that, I'm just like, well, um, because I don't want to lose all that. <laughs> it's like no, nah. uh, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm definitely monitoring the Ethereum market. Uh, so I mentioned uh, LBC coin, Library coin. Um, it's actually where was it? It's went up a little bit, man. It went up to five cents. It was it's like three three or something three four now. It was up at five cents, like I think in December. I wish I would have sold mine when it was at five, uh, but I did not. So I got a shit done. So I haven't sold it in a while, uh, and uh, they're they're stacking up. I don't even know. I got a lot of LBC, so. I'm monitoring the situation, though. We'll see how that goes. Tomorrow, again, Bloodsports are back. Adam Green versus Classical Theist. On Thursday, Bloodsports are back, too. Dick Masterson, as we get ready to go to Portugal, we'll talk about it on Thursday. Me, him, Amy Teresi, and we're talking about prostitution on Thursday. Uh, and then on Friday, we're going to have a conversation. No blood source, just a conversation between Mr. Girl, Richard Spencer. The rest of the week is packed, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for the support tonight. I loved it. Uh, a little. I liked actually the last hour or so, too, just us uh, rapping back and forth uh, with the chat. Uh, that was a little tequila sunrise action. And, of course, shitting on the quartering because, like, dude, just get the fuck off my nuts. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, just go away. I don't. I, I have nothing for you. Like, I don't. I don't give a fuck. Like, why are you trying to hone in on my shit? Like, I don't even care. You could have just sent me a DM and I would have said, "Just come to Portugal, dude." You fucking bitch. Anyway, I hope you enjoy the show tomorrow. Tequila Sunrise. We'll be back around eleven ish a.m. Eastern in the morning here on odyssey.com slash at the Ralph Retort. Shout out to those cozy maniacs. The cozy maniacs, brother. Running wild. Cozy.tv slash Ethan Ralph. Also the restream. Gang, gang. We're on Chill Stream Uncut this week. Uh, and so next week, we'll probably whenever we come back, we'll be uh, back on the, uh, on the other channel. But uh, shout out to those guys. Shout out to the podcast, gang, gang. And shout out to you, the live viewer. Where is that farewell song? Ladies and gentlemen, there it is. Portugal, here I come! Let's fucking go!